welcome to Mary May's Bar and Kitchen here at the beautiful Brisbane Powerhouse on a Tuesday in May when everything is right with the world. It sure is. And Game of Thrones is with us for a whole one more week. (laughs) And I'm not terrified of the future at all. (laughs) I am Natalie Bohensky. I'm joined as always by Stuart Late. Hello, Natalie. Hello, everyone. My comrade in podcast crime. Hello, everyone here. We have a massive crowd tonight. Our biggest crowd yet yes. here at Mary Mays. I can't imagine why. They must think we have something to say about this episode of television. Well, I think we're all going to agree. I think it's a non-controversial, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, well-planned, well-paced mm. piece of yeah. Yeah, uh, televisual... In which several satisfying things happen and, and, you know, that logically follow on from each other. And, yeah. you know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's do a quick audience <laughs> poll. Because <laughs> the thing is... So the thing about Game of Thrones is, particularly with this season, it has been polarising... I think that's a polite way of saying it. And the way I approach my recaps is to kind of Mm. recap the story that I've been given by the show. Sure, yeah. And it's been harder this season to... Not not block out, I suppose, but just to avoid, as I try to avoid a lot of people's discussions about the show, um, so that people don't think I'm stealing my opinions. I'm paranoid that people think I'm stealing my sure, opinions. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a and risk. that I'm an empty-headed, you know, bimbo or something who can't think for herself. Um, so, Stu, if you could just tell me what I thought about this episode. Um, <laughs> but I've, I, it's been hard to block that out, particularly yeah. since I haven't been able to cocoon myself initially. Oh, Lauren's got food. Lauren's food is here, everyone. We can get Lauren's food. <laughs> She'll be back. That's Lauren's okay. Lauren's food with a side of this social This is a working bar and kitchen. People are eating as we mm. podcast. So if you do hear the buzzers going off, that's because it's live. You know, it's interactive. <laughs> live and unedited, except unedited, the bits that we do edit. Except the bits yep. that I have to cut out for defamatory purposes. <laughs> Peter Dutton is a moral <laughs> vacuum. <laughs> Can I say that? Is that defamatory? I mean, I don't think that's that... defamatory, is it? It's just truth is a defence. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, I'll edit that out or not. Um, <laughs> so I have been trying... I generally try, you know, in previous years when I write the recap and, and sort of sequester myself in a, in a padded cell yes. uh, to, to, to write and knock my head against the walls um, when Jon Snow, you know, has sex with his aunt, um, which we'll get to. I have some new and disturbing thoughts on that uh, trend. Yes. Um, but But... It's harder now doing the the Foxtel show Thrones 360, which I don't know if you know uh, everyone. I've just been. Um, <laughs> are you um? I've, are you uh, on a television show now? Yeah, yes, you. You might have seen me on a little Foxtel show called Thrones 360 Live. No, um, I haven't. You have. <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah, no, we support each other in our creative we endeavors. Do, we yeah, do. for sure, for sure, sure. <laughs> Jesus, Stu. <laughs> cut from the podcast edit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, because I've been doing the show and that involves a lot of talking about the show and it's been harder to, f- you know, stop other people's opinions kind of coming in on the periphery. That's it. And people have been with this season a lot more harsh in their criticism of how it's been paced, how it's been developed, how we've kind of rushed to a finish line, how people think that some character arcs have been shunted off without due care and attention and that kind of stuff. So I assume we'll have a bit of discussion around that tonight. I think we definitely will, yes. I think that'll definitely come up. Um, We might have disagreements, um, but I'll be right. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to do a quick audience poll because of that. On whether, like a quick, you know, people here who liked the episode, people who maybe, because I know some people are like angry with the episode. Some some people have brought a lot of their own stuff to the episode. People... Oh, boy, are they not happy. People. Um, 
People so, have yeah. stuff. Yeah, they sure do. There's they a lot sure of people do. judging this show by very woke 2019 <laughs> Twitter standards, and I'm like, I don't think that's not what... Even, not even woke Twitter. It's just, it's just they've got a lot of their own personal views about how this show should be, and they are very angry that it did not do what yeah. they thought it was going to do. The great thing so. is, though, fan fiction exists. It should, and it does. You can write, you write... I said on Twitter yesterday, I think, I said that... This always happens on Twitter where you, you'll get someone who'll come up with like a better, and I say better in, in bunny ears, yes. a better alternative ending. Yeah. And then everyone Including possibly it. us tonight. It I mean, go, there will well, definitely be a discussion. I don't, I'm terrible at predicting. They always want on the TV show, they're like, tell us your predictions. Tell us what you think will yeah. happen. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a crystal ball gazer. I'm a Jon Snow current ball gazer. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I got distracted. Um, the, 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 so the, I thought it would be good to just check with the audience who was angry mm. and might be in danger of coming up and punching us if we don't, <laughs> you know, or people who were, like, really excited by the episode. Because a lot of people thought sure. best show of the season, best one of the season. There were a couple of people saying that, which, yeah. is, which was interesting as well, I thought. That's a very interesting... Stu uh, doesn't agree, I, clearly. Well, ah. I, think, I think both... Extreme, so raise your hands here in the audience. We've got probably, what, 20 to 25 people here. Uh, it, did you like the episode? Like, just love it. Did you just love it from start to finish? You were on board. Yeah, we've got okay, we've got Scott down. We've got kind of maybe a third. Yeah about, yeah, about a third of the audience have raised their hands. Okay, there's a few. Me- did you hate it? Were you like, I hate this. They've abandoned all these plot things. They've, blah, rage. Get on the internet and tweet angrily at, at, at uh, HBO. No, no hands. No hands. Not a single hand. So, so no, no one here hated the episode. No one thought it was terrible, a complete betrayal of everything that had came before. Yeah. Um, no? Okay. Uh, spitting That's on George R.R. R. Martin's grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie taking a slow sip of water. Because, you know, there's the whole thing like, he's yes, going to die before he finishes the book sort of thing. Like. <laughs> So pre- preemptively spitting on his grave. Mm. Uh, so the people who didn't put their hands up, you kind of like, you kind of like, ah. Eh? There's there's, very, yeah. there's a few hands for men. There's a few there's a few shaking hands for. Yeah. Eh? I, I feel like that's where a lot of people have landed on this episode, and we'll get into it. But I, I think that's where I landed too. I, right. I didn't I did not hate it. I thought it was very good in many in many parts, but the the sum of the parts was not great. So, really. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed it, Stu, so let's fight. Let's fight. Uh, let's do Verbally, our one minute on this yeah, podcast. Let, let's do our one minute challenge. I don't think have we ever had a fight or a falling out? Like in general or Yeah. No, <laughs> I, don't I just think mean because so. I've got friends who I fight with all the time. Dan. Um, <laughs> that's that's Dan who's here. Um, but like I'll have falling although it hasn't been for a long time, but I'll occasionally have, you know, creative friends I work with and you'll have a falling mm. out and you'll want to strangle each other and then eventually you <laughs> Oh, well, I was a bit of a dick too. <laughs> but I don't think we've ever had a falling out. I don't think we ever have because we have big breaks in this podcast because of the big breaks in Game of Thrones. So I don't think we No, but like in our friendship before, ga- before this, Stu. No, I don't think we have. Yeah. Maybe we're due one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe tonight's the night. Oh, stirring up some con- controversy <laughs> yeah, let's do for, it. for the show. All right. Uh, so who's first with our one minute <laughs> let's, challenge? Let's, I can't let's have a completely uh, unsupported sudden third act twist that we yeah. can't support like through Shut what's up. come before. Shut up, Stu. <laughs> I think you'll find our fight is totally genuine and everything has been leading to this Absolutely, point. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. All right. And then we'll have one episode next week to wrap it all up. <laughs> to either become friends for our best friends forever or never see oh, each yeah, other that's again. It. <laughs> 
the friendship is over. Yeah, that's it. No more podcast. This podcast ends. Friendship over. There's just over. ash pouring over the powerhouse. Uh Who's first in the... Is it me? I think it's oh, I me. Think it, I think it's you this week. Is it week. me this yep. week? Okay. So our one-minute challenge where we put a minute on the clock and we try and write down everything we can remember about the episode. Um, and I have written in very large letters, BURN! <laughs> With my they are extremely at, large letters. This is my attempt at drawing a dragon. Um, it kind <laughs> of looks like a shark or someone well, kind of sharks giving the, sky. the finger. I don't. <laughs> that's the that's the dragon fire there, and this oh this drawing here is the bell it's a, tower. It's a very conceptual drawing. I yeah, like it. Yeah, it looks a bit like Gaudi. It looks like mm. a bit like a Gaudi drawing the bell tower here. But yeah, that's the bells, <laughs> and I've written the bells, the bells. Why, Danny? No. Right. Yes. Cersei, Excellent Jamie, point. what's going on? Yep. Clegane Bowl. Clegane Bowl happened. Fucking die. Oh yeah, that was the hound. <laughs> Was that just the Excuse voice in your language. head coming through? Or? No, no. That was um, the hound and eyes. <laughs> that was eyes. the hound, okay. And because the, the mountain went to punch out. He went for his signature he move, went for yeah. His, yeah, his signature eye, eye move. Uh, Arya and the hound, don't be vengeance. And then Tyrion and Jamie. Tyrion and Jamie, which was Aww. great. So that's all I got through um, because I was so excitedly writing Burn and drawing a dragon. Fantastic. Well, that, that's good. On, on a similar line, I mostly just wrote the lyrics to Metallica's For Whom the Bell Tolls. Um, <laughs> I got, I got as far through as I could in a minute, which got me through to about halfway through the second verse. Um, I can't read your writing. No, I know. Yeah, I'm kind of counting on that. Something his thing in the <laughs> killing doctor, envy doctor, capture... I was writing very quickly. Capture cliff deep mighty. Cap- <laughs> this is just a word association test at this point. Um, so just it was just Metallica's like donging bells. That yes, got exactly. You, yeah. yeah, Yeah, I just felt that. You had a, had a pretty good uh, thematic, I don't feel like you're taking the, the one-minute challenge seriously anymore, <laughs> Stu. I mean, in terms of content, how are we going to talk about through the podcast if we're just focusing on Metallica? Oh, I think we, I think we could find a way. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> fine. Let's compare every character in the show to a Metallica song. <laughs> that's, that's on you because I, okay. Meta- I don't know that much of Metallica's oeuvre. Mm. Is this a word? Yes. <laughs> so... Do we start at the start or do we start with the Danny Well, let, let's start at the start because there's going to be a lot of... There'll be a lot of talk, talk about that later right. on. So, let, let's start with... Um, so, Danny is alone. Alone in a tower. In a tower. She's, she's, she's a hot mess, really. She's not showered for she days. Is, she, she's not eating, which I think was meant to parallel what was happening with the dragons earlier in the season. Oh. I don't know whether that was thematically linked at all. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Hey, can I throw something on you that someone just threw on me before the show tonight? Uh, is it going to make a mess or...? He's funny, isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> oh, I'm Stu. I'm funny. She uh, doesn't like when I make the jokes. No, shut up, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. It's building the foundation for yeah, our big right. fight yeah, yeah, at the end yeah, of the podcast. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Jamie, uh, uh, Stu's going to make the best joke and I'm going to get pissed <laughs> and just unleash like this bottle of water on him. Yeah. Um, no, so Varys is who we see first in That's the episode, right, yeah. writing letters... Writing letters to very whoever, clearly. Yeah, that's it. Saying Jon Snow is the true heir. Exactly. Get rid of this Danny person. Mm. And then he gets a visitor, which is one of his little birds, to say... Which I didn't think there were any of those left. Like, I thought... So, yeah. this is what just got laid on me okay. before the show. Uh, is that, was that, when she reported back saying, oh, no, the Queen's not eating, and, and Vera says, we'll try again tomorrow. Was that an assassination attempt? 
Oh, that's interesting. Did anybody else is, read that? I did I not mean, read that at all. Okay, Nick did. Cy did. I Adam did. Lauren did. Okay, smart I didn't people clock here. that as that. I, I thought I that did was not just him that. keeping tabs on things. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. I didn't think he would be like a poisoner like that, but it could be. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't put it past because him. he then says, "The greater the risk, the greater the reward," which I just thought was him kind of summing up his life strategy of. Mm. I've had to make this switch from a queen that I've been supporting for years now to someone else because that someone else is better and she's on the woo. That would actually clarify... That would, that would make me like what happens to Varys in this episode a lot more because otherwise he just kind of goes out like a bit of a chump. You reckon? Uh, he just sort of... He's trying his best and then he just tips his hand immediately, like runs straight up to John. Hey, we should overthrow the queen. Runs straight up to Tyrion. Hey, we should overthrow the queen. <laughs> like, he's not exactly the master of whispers at that point. He's just shouting. <laughs> like, it's just... I don't That's know what you do with That's another funny joke for Stu. The rivalry is increasing. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, so, uh, but he, he puts... Does he send any of those letters out? Because well, that, he, that's the thing. He burns some of them near the end when he can hear the Unsullied coming that's for him. That's right. I have to think that he got a couple out. Who would he send them to? Who's left? Just to all the lords? Like, just send them but to all the lords he could. any of them left? Just, just he hit reply all on his email chain. <laughs> like, just send it out. Send it out. Sent it to the whole office. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then he, he's, <laughs> if, he, if he didn't get killed, he would have had to send an awkward, sorry, everyone, um, didn't mean that to go to all of you. <laughs> Then a couple of people send Ravens back saying, like, please don't include me in this no, anymore. This yeah, yeah, please delete me from this conversational yeah. thread. So-and-so has left this thread, <laughs> has left the group chat. Uh, he then, yeah, so he, he's writing some letters. He has the chat with John. And John is, what was John's reaction like to you in that moment when he realised, oh, someone's, to- like, it's got out? Um, I think, I think. He was disappointed that it got out because he knew exactly who it had yeah, come from. Yeah, he can trace it back um, pretty quickly. But he was quite firm. He was like, no, 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 that's not happening. I'm not, I don't want it. I'm not king. She's my She's queen. my queen. Go away, please. It was really <laughs> interesting that he used that old line about the Targaryens and the gods flipping a coin mm. about the Targaryens and saying, yeah, yeah. I don't know where her coin has landed, but I know where yours is. I know where yours is. And he said, it was very deliberate language, he said, you will ru- rule wisely and well, or something like that. Yeah. He didn't say you would. You would, he, he said, said you, you will. will. Yeah. Which is very, a deliberate choice of very phrase, a, tense there. Using his affirmations, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will rule Westeros, you will, will rule Westeros. Right at a hundred times. Yeah. So... Then he, now this is the thing. So Tyrion goes in to tell Danny to see Danny, mm. and says someone's betrayed you, and, and then she, she says well, yes. She she immediately says John. Yeah. Right. He's like, ah, uh, no, Varys. <laughs> what? What? John? What? But he's he. he so he, she's like, oh yeah, because you heard from Sansa, and Sansa heard from John, so John betrayed me. But Tyrion. Like, she doesn't punish Tyrion in that moment. She punishes Varys. Is that because Varys has then taken steps to actually move on the information? Whereas Tyrion's just holding the information? Absolutely. Well, he makes the point that as he's her hand, Varys is her master of whisperers, they needed to know that information. Like, like if Tyrion found it out, Varys needed to know it. Yeah. Because they're her senior advisors. They need to know this stuff to be able to protect her from it. But they didn't go to her. No, exactly. They didn't go to her. They you know, try to do their own thing. But I, I think that's the only... Tyrion just, again, sort of manages to talk his way out of a, a, a roasting, which, unfortunately, Varys does not No, does he not doesn't, but do. he's very calm in the face of a roasting. 
Well, I think he always... He, throughout his career as a spymaster, has known that this day could come at any point. Mm. I think he's definitely made his peace with that a long time ago. I think he didn't expect it to be by Dragonfire, um, which you can tell just at the end, he sort of has that moment with tears in his eyes. He's just sort of... But she did promise him that she happening. would roast him alive if he betrayed her. No, no, season. sure, but but you know when, when he was working for oh, yeah, you know Robert the earlier Targaryens yeah. or the, or Robert or anyone else, like yeah. he didn't sort of expect to get burned alive by a dragon mm. up until very recently. That was mm. only very recently an occupational hazard for him. <laughs> but you know, I, I think he's always lived with the spectre that you know just part of the game is if you make a misstep, someone will kill you, and. That might be a ruler, it might be a rival spy, it might be something. Yeah. He, he works in a dangerous world and there are hazards and he knows that and he's made his peace with it. And he, he makes his peace with his choices. He jumps in with both feet and says, I hope I'm wrong. You know, I hope... I know, hope I he, deserve this. And he almost, like, he forgives Tyrion in that moment. Mm. Like, like, you can see that he doesn't blame Tyrion for doing what he did. He's like, you chose your side, I chose mine. I hope I'm wrong because if I'm right, stuff's about to go very badly. Yeah, well, Varys, well done you. Uh, picked it, <laughs> noped out of there, doesn't have to bear any responsibility. Exactly. He was the soothsayer from... The, the guy from Thebes. You know, with the... Ooh, you'll shag your mum. The... Oh, okay. I, the guy with the foot... I don't know. Oedipus. <laughs> Oedipus. You know, the sure. soothsayer who's like, oh, if you have this child, oh, he'll shag his mum. And they're like, quick, course, go yeah. throw the child somewhere else far away where we can't look after him and know who he is and what he looks like. And that way, potentially prevent him from shagging his mum. Oh, the irony! We threw him away, and now he's back and shagging your mum. Speaking and that's of shagging my, family members, that's my lesson on Greek <laughs> theatre. Greek theatre, yes. I was in a production of Oedipus once, in a very famous incident. <laughs> that's a very um, weary side. Well, I was playing the chorus because it was a modern right. production of Oedipus because it was a university. Mm. So of course, nobody has a budget for ancient Greek togas. No. So yep. you do everything modern. Sorry, sidebar. And I was playing the chorus, which in this case was being a reporter, reporting on the events ah, of Thebes. updating it for the kids. That's Love right. It. You know, keeping it real. And I was studying journalism at the time. So, oh, my God, the synergies. And there's a famous incident, famous incident where I had borrowed a pair of shoes to wear. My shoes were quite clacky. This yeah. is at the Cement Box Theatre in, um, at UQ, which I believe is about to be knocked down. Mm. Uh, and I, my shoes were too clacky and one of the other girls in the cast gave me a pair of her shoes but they were a bit too big. Right. So I went and got tissues and stuffed the tissues into the front of the shoe right. to try and pad them out. Yeah. So there was one night, where I, the first night that I did this and I went out and I was delivering this heartfelt monologue about the, you know, the price of power and all whatever the mm. hell Sophocles wrote or whoever it was. <laughs> uh, you know, very dramatic. Yeah. I was 18. I was very, very fine at drama and don't laugh. <laughs> It was excellent. And then I come off stage and then the girl who lent me the shoes, like I was like waved at her and she looked at me and just started laughing. And I was like, what? And she pointed at my feet. And the tissues had come out of the side of my feet uh, and had got stuck under my heel. So right. I delivered this very heartfelt monologue with, with what looked like toilet, toilet paper, paper stuck yeah. to my... It wasn't toilet paper though. There were tissues. <laughs> it's a small but important difference. Sure. Because it wasn't like I'd just been in the toilet. You know, I had put <laughs> tissues to try and stuff. So uh, that was my experience of Greek theatre. <laughs> was <laughs> looking shonky. Right. AF. <laughs> uh, speaking of shonky, uh, Jon Snow. Yes. Now, speaking of yeah. uh, having sex with relatives. No, well, and this is the thing. I, Stu, you know me. You know me and my 
slight obsession with Jon Snow. I, I'm aware of it, It's yes. still there. It's still okay. there. Yeah, I, yeah. I've got to say that the fires have dimmed somewhat because of the whole still hanging around Danny business. Uh, I never thought I would say this, mm-hmm. Stu. I never thought I would say this. But God damn it, Jon Snow, could you just have sex with your auntie? <laughs> just take one Think for the team, how buddy. how many lives could be saved. You couldn't get your John Thomas up, so now everyone has to die. Sorry, was that crude? <laughs> that was crude. I'm glad my mum doesn't listen. But the, it, 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 I mean, if we want to blame a single person, I keep mean, your ladies John's happy, gentlemen. Y- keep your ladies happy. <laughs> this is just a small and plea from look, me to you. Famously, Jon Snow knows how to do that, so you know it's can't. You know exactly. Yeah, Ridiculous. and does that technically count? I mean. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking... I don't know. Are we splitting yeah, hairs? Are we What's splitting hairs over what constitutes a full kind of incest situation? <laughs> he could have just maybe given her a cuddle or something. What about some simple frottage? <laughs> just some over-the-pants stuff. No, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Clothes on, clothes on. Absolutely. That's Wow, that, that got... Uh, <laughs> Like I'm just seeing a, a lot of the audience just like going, wow, we're really disappointed in the tone. <laughs> we thought you were a nice girl. Um, but uh, your mistake. Um, but the, he, like, I mean, that seemed to be a... It, it wasn't the trigger. It wasn't the, the click point, of course. Um, I'm saying that mostly out of humour. But it, it, <laughs> it, it does wonder, like, if he had in that moment gone, no, I do love you and let me prove it to you. Wow, wow. That's it. Well, and he and he makes the Could distinction. He, have he, avoided says, something? he says he does love her as as his queen. Yes. And she goes, and so just as my, just as your queen, not not as anything else. And he's like, well, you know, and the subtext is there. You're my aunt. <laughs> like I don't. This isn't going to happen. It's gotten weird now. Yeah, it's gotten super weird. So, but you know, just. Tank one for the team, yeah. John. If you'd know, if he'd okay, if he had a time, would machine. that have been enough though? Like, is she, is she that far gone? She's seen Missandei beheaded on the walls in front of her. Everything that's happened, she's lost all her closest advisors. One of her dragons went down last night. Would would a good roll in the hay have done enough to, to reverse some of that? A good roll in the stone. A roll in the stone <laughs> of Dragonstone. Uh, I yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it would have. I think it would have helped. Maybe just bought sure. them a little more time. That's true, yes. You know, she was always going to fire up, uh, but I just, it just, it's a what if, people. It's a what if situation. That's it. What if John had had sex with his aunt? <laughs> Could have avoided tragedy. Again, <laughs> yes. Mm. Um, as you can see, I'm very conflicted about that whole thing. I, I'd imagine, because you're taking a pro aunt sex stance. I know. Which is I never thought I would unusual. say Unusual. Okay. There we go. I'm pro incest now, weirdly. <laughs> The things this show does to us. The things, yeah, the things I do for love. <laughs> uh, but John, uh, and Danny says in that moment, all right, let it be fear. Because she's talking about how people don't love her here, people love him. That's it, which and is a big problem. There's such a callback to how Varys was in the very first season, not Varys, <laughs> Viserys, her brother, yes. in the very first season. Yeah. Because he saw the Dothraki hailing her as one of their own, as their queen, as the you know mother of the stallion who'll mount the world. And then all of a sudden, they don't like him. Nobody cares about him. He's That's it. And he makes a very a very heartfelt and actually kind of sympathetic mm. speech in season one about how, you know, he's had the... the Nobody's ever looked at me. The, the burden of, of an ancient dynasty on his shoulders since he was 12. Yeah. And, like, no one's ever looked at him like they looked at Danny. Yeah. And, and now know, Danny has done all this stuff... Mm. And nobody gives a shit in Westeros. That's it. Because exactly. they're kind of racist and they don't like outsiders. <laughs> but 
this is the problem with having a world with no social media. She's got no way of showing. <laughs> She's got no way well, of have, kind of having ravens. social I mean, that's proof. Kind of, that's kind of social. Yeah, but is that get, that's just getting to lords. That's not getting to the common people. You can't just go, you know, that's follow that's like, on at I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think of what app that, that – is there like an exclusive app that only lets uh, famous people in or something? Probably. Yeah. Anyway. There'd probably be like one of those really expensive dating sites where you have to be a millionaire to that's join it. up yeah, yeah, exactly. and get hooked up with other millionaires. <laughs> so you can talk about yachts and, you know, exploiting the poor. And well, you've got to find common ground. Yeah, that's mm. right. Uh, so I, I thought that was really interesting that she said in that moment, let it be fear, let it be fear. Again, they cut away from that conversation. Like, why couldn't they just have had John go, what do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, Danny, have you maybe thought about having a sleep? <laughs> I find a good nap. Yeah. Always helps me. A bex and a good lie down. <laughs> I just fear you might be going a bit murderous. <laughs> That's not me thinking that. That's everyone thinking that. I'm just, I'm just the spokesman. I'm just, I've been appointed by Varys and Tyrion to kind of come to you and say, hey, maybe don't murder everyone tomorrow. <laughs> but John, I insist. <laughs> well, again, you know. I'm, I'm really anti-murder. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, we just had that big battle. Are you, yeah. not, are you not at all concerned that people might die more... You know, I mean, you've got people left. Why don't you save them? So this impression is getting out of control. Um, <laughs> rain it in. But, yeah, they cut away. And, again, I just wanted to see what John would say to her in that, in that moment. Like, exactly. When you say fear, let it be fear, and then he just walk, like, does he just walk out of the room going, well, I'll leave you alone yeah, then. Right, clearly, right. This all seems perfectly normal in here. You've clearly got stuff to process, yep. so I'll just pop back to my troops. <laughs> and that's we'll not unsettling or weird at all. Yeah, I'll just that's leave. Right. Uh, so let's go to Tyrion. Because Tyrion then finds out, because she tells, she in, she's in the throne room and she she looks so tiny in that giant throne room that they have for Dragonstone. Yes, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, she used to fill it, but in that moment, she used, she just seems so small. Well, actually, that, and that's a good point. The cinematography in this uh, episode was amazing. Mm. Like, absolutely amazing. Like, if there's one thing about this episode that I cannot fault, it's the cinematography because everything looks beautiful. And they yeah. do stuff like that where they make Danny, who previously has filled that throne, yeah. um, look like she's a tiny child sitting on that mm. throne. Um, and it's just really clever use of lighting and angles and just everything. Everything from little scenes like that to the big battles. I think this thing looked gorgeous from start to finish. Yeah, it's some of the it best work exquisite. the show has ever done. And that, it's funny because mm. you know how in all the pre-publicity they were all pointing at the Battle of Winterfell? Like yeah. that's where all of the focus was. It was like Absolutely. focus on this. They had Entertainment Weekly go out and do a report on that battle. It was all like, and look over fair, here, like, look over here. It Let's was keep the centerpiece the battle. Like, like in, it, That was the centerpiece battle. It took like three months to film. Yeah, like, of course. It, it had all these like hundreds of extras. It was basically a mini movie but it meant that we weren't but we weren't paying attention for this what they wanted exactly. us to you know which was a lot more because it was daylight so we saw all the blood That's and it. all the gore yep. and that dude who had both arms cut off <laughs> no. did you see that dude that was awesome it just was like holding a sword <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like boom all of a sudden he was not holding a sword yeah I've got people from my fencing group here tonight, so I'm That's like, it. We, we should we should ask them about the accuracy we, of uh, yeah, some of those yeah, moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we should because <laughs> if there's one thing I found about fencers is they're very keen on telling you what movies do it well and what movies don't. I mean that in a very positive way. Like yeah, you go, yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. so what did you think about uh, uh, you know like uh, Xena Warrior Princess? And they just laugh at me, <laughs> laugh at me. Um, you mean no, the one I'm where sure she throws not. a disc that is uh, sharp all the way around? The chakram. Yeah, yeah. Don't be dissing the chakram. It's an ancient warfare. Absolutely, yeah. It's tied to Xena. It's part mm -hmm. of her personality. It calls sure. and responds to her. Absolutely. 
Well, now I think we know what See, this now, fight's going to be really about. Now we really are sowing the seeds of dissent. <laughs> I don't know bagging why. One of the one of the actual only arguments we've ever had is whether Xena or Buffy is better. So I don't know why you're I mean, so surprised by this. Technically, it was the Xena Buffy musical episode. That's right. Yes, true. We had a big about like before we watched that porno together. Yes. Um, sorry, that's totally. A Do not explain that. Do not yeah, explain. I that. won't explain that. <laughs> we we had a thing where we watched Buffy and Xena musical episodes, and um, Stu obviously was wrong. <laughs> And Xena's was It's funny better. how often that happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's good. Um, so I think that's maybe why we haven't had a fight because you just... I'm just always wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's and right. But, but the thing is you don't try and press the case. You're just like, eh. look, let Natalie have her little moment. <laughs> I'm a mature adult and I don't care. Well, not, let's not go so far as to say mature, but... Mm. Mm. So Tyrion... Uh, Tyrion begs Danny to not... Because um, there's, there's all the talk of... Uh, as, as John had said, we know what she's going to do. What Vera said, we both know what she's going to do. She's yep. going to go to King's Landing. And she's going to burn the place to the ground. Burn the place to the ground. Um, how can they stop it or how can they at least ameliorate the damage that's going to be yep. caused? So Tyrion is now in kind of crisis control mode where sure. he says, look, why do you have to burn all these children? And Danny says something very interesting. She says, they, the people in Marine, the slaves in Marine rose up against their masters. Mm. They made a choice to help themselves, I guess. Yep. Whereas the people in King's Landing have had Cersei there as a tyrant. They haven't done anything. Um, mm. Is that my fault, you know, that I then go in and burn them? So she's creating a justification in her mind. That's it. She's already working herself up she's to doing that. She's working herself up into, well, they haven't made any move against this tyrant. Ergo, they're complicit. Yeah. Ergo, they are fair game. That's Was that, That's my reading of it. Was no, no, that? absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I think she's, she's positioning herself where she can provide justifiable justifiable reasons for mm. what she is obviously intending to do and will not be swayed from now. Mm. Um, I don't think she's listening to... T- like, uh, Tyrion is desperate in this episode to just have everyone stop yeah. like this craziness that is going on and the great tragedy of him in this episode and why I think it's an amazing performance from Peter Dinklage but also like it's actually really well written is that he, he he's the one idealist left. Like, this cynical uh, imp of, yeah. of, of the first season is now the most idealistic person who desperately believes that he can actually stop the slaughter that's about to come. Yeah, he's and got he that. thinks he's done it. He actually thinks he's yeah, done it. Yeah, that's heartbreaking. That's the heartbreaking we'll moment. We'll get to that, but he, there's that moment too where she tells him your brother was found trying to cross our lines. Yes. So <laughs> Which, they've obviously got the Northern Army... Uh, almost there, but they've got the Unsullied somewhere and Jamie's trying yeah. to get around and so they've caught Jamie. It was, again, it. very convenient time-wise. Absolutely. And I'm also finding it very hard to track how big Daenerys's army is supposed to be now. Yeah, where um, did all those Dothraki come from? Yeah, just all... Because I thought they all died. I thought they all I died too. I thought most of them died and suddenly there was a lot of them yeah. uh, there, as well as the Unsullied, which I thought most of them died as well. No, uh, there was half the Unsullied went. Okay, all because right. Because Grey Worm said that well, last There was a lot episode. of them, so I guess that, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah the Dothraki were There were 8,000 to 10,000 un- Unsullied, so if yeah. they've got four to 5,000 left. Sure. But that looked like a good 1,000 or that so That looked like a lot Dothraki. of Dothraki yeah. uh, to have survived what looked like a death charge into the jaws of death itself. Yeah. Um, so, sure, okay. <laughs> and can I just do a sidebar? Um, because it's not a mention of this part, and this is going in my recap as well, so it is legit. But that, there was a lot of similarities between this battle, and yeah. I'm going to say it, uh, the best movie ever made, Robin Hood, Prince Robin of Thieves. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Now, 
In Robin sure. Hood, Prince of Thieves, when the sheriff finds out the location of Robert's secret den, Robert's Robin's secret den, uh, the hiding space in Sherwood, uh, Forest. Sherwood Forest, he sends in Celts. He recruits oh, Celts. Oh, he does too. That's right. And they send the Celts in to just kind of bash everyone up. Sure. And then they send in fire arrows to burn it down. They do. And like what was this episode if not a bunch of like cranky, rapey Celts? <laughs> like, followed by a giant fire followed arrow. Followed by a giant fire arrows. Mm. I'm just saying that there was a lot of tribute there to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> and I, for one, was very happy with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. It was all deliberate, of course. Of yeah. course. They know me. They know I'm watching. Sure. They know absolutely. that I'm putting hey, things together. This one's for you, Nat. Uh, I gotta go watch. Do they Robin talk to you through the show? I just need to know how worried I should be. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised what you were saying yeah. there. I was like, I don't know what you mean, Stu. Oh, you're implying I'm insane. <laughs> Fair call. Fair call. Uh, so she, yeah. So Jamie conveniently is is discovered, which gets rid of you know him on a horse for half the episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I love that line where he says, how did they find you? And he just holds up the hand. He just holds up the hand. And, and says, then he Cersei admits, called me the stupidest, yeah, the stupidest Lannister. Lannister. <laughs> Which honestly is a great line because he just gets captured again. Like yeah. Jamie's, Jamie's big thing is just gets captured. Maybe it's a fetish. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you know? He likes being tied up. You like know? he's been the Kingslayer for so long. He's like, actually, I quite like this whole being confined. And <laughs> I mean, what were he and Brienne up to that night? That's it. Well, exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> once a king, always a king, but once a knight is enough. <laughs> hey. Oh. Hey. I mean, he's gone back to Cersei, so clearly Brienne was too much woman for him. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. I'm just saying. Uh, should we talk about Jamie then and his kind of turnaround? Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons why people are probably dissatisfied with this episode. Anybody here dissatisfied with the Jamie leaving Brienne? There's a, yeah, lot, a lot of hands, hands up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm with them. I, I, was, I a bit was in unhappy. Jamie's corner last week. I was like, no, yeah. no, he's leaving so because he's crushed. His self esteem has taken a battering. Mm-hmm. He's got no confidence. He's like, the only thing I can do is go back to Cersei and like try and stop her. That's no, it. no, no. He was going no, back to die with her. or well, Definitely I guess going back just to die. He was kind of stopping her. He did, he did no, sort of. <laughs> uh, An audience member says no, Comment from cad. the floor, he's a cad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, it's, it, it was a bit too rushed, I felt. Well, that's, that's the thing too. I don't think it's unjustified, but I felt it was a bit rushed. A small wrinkle then um, is that a lot of people have, uh, or something, I say a lot of people, some people have said online that they actually don't like that Jamie cheated on Cersei with Brienne. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's, that's, some, that's some mental gymnastics there. Right? It's, it's pretty weird. But anyway, um, you okay, know, hey, look, okay. look if, if you're okay with sister-brother stuff, like, apparently, you know, that well, then is a viable relationship. I mean, it, and, well, it, it's down the track, but in general, they did paint these characters humanely for me, and that's why I can't hate the eventual way that they ended uh just talk about it but I, the, the, yeah i i so I many people were like it, yeah. so many people that i've heard have been saying no why didn't mm. cersei suffer oh, why didn't cersei suffer um but then at the same time they're like why did they make danny the villain oh why are you making women the villain Bruh. and i'm like you literally just said you want Cer- another woman to suffer yes. and be stabbed yeah, or yeah, yeah. murdered horribly like what's your rank of where women should be at for me this series 
and again, I don't mean to put anyone's view, everyone's viewpoints and everyone's thing things are valid. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're wrong. Uh, so <laughs> I'm joking. But the, the idea, there's just a lot. I hear, like, I see a lot of things like, oh, I've wasted. I saw some tweet. It was like, I've wasted my life for ten years because this is just a white male viewpoint of a white male winning. And I'm mm. like, well, first of all, they haven't seen the last episode yet, so they don't know but, what's going to happen. But also, you've watched so much happen in that time mm. that doesn't negate what has happened. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Like no, the I agree. fact that we're going to have a horrible fight and break up our friendship at the end of this podcast <laughs> exactly. doesn't negate that we've, you know, had a lot of fun and we've, you know, we've had a good run. We've had good times. Yes, yeah. we've valued each other's friendship. That's it. Um, you know, that doesn't negate that. It just means that you're moving into a new phase. <laughs> That's right. Um, of hatred. Of seething resentment. Seething mm. resentment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to really act that one out. Yeah. I can't. I can't resent you. Look at Stu. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. How could you look at that face? Um, sorry, that got weird. Uh, I mean, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so, 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 so Jeremy and so, so Cersei, I felt she's always kind of escaped at the last minute punishment that's coming to her. Yes, as and her plans repeatedly backfire. I know, I know, right? Including, like, I mean, this, this was the ultimate Cersei plan, which was literally just... Sit there and wait I, for the dragon to be shot down. Can I say I had a moment? I might. Edit, I don't know. I had a moment on the show last night. Uh, yeah. Thrones three sixty. If you weren't watching, um, is that is that a television? It's on show Foxtel now. That you're on. Oh, Everyone wow. just drank. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just, just drank. That's awesome. Everyone's oh, gonna be drunk in about ten minutes. Um, but I they. I said about how Cersei's plans, you know, she's not the great plan maker. She mm. often will lay plans that go disastrously wrong. Sure. And then, like, a few minutes later, they cut to a package where they talked about Cersei playing the Game of Thrones perfectly and all this sort of stuff, and she's a master oh, tactician. And I was like, really? did I screw up? Like, no, I no, literally you, had just no, said... you didn't screw up. She, <laughs> but she, I mean, she played the Game of Thrones to win. Like, she did play the game. But um, I felt like I was maybe attacking her, like, that... that piece was like oh she's a master tech t- tactician i was like i don't think she was no I think she screwed no, up a lot yeah. but she, she's the perfect example despite of, herself that she's the perfect example of failing upwards yes um you know there, there was not a plan of hers that didn't backfire her, on her and certain people we used to work with in radio <laughs> yes well yeah exactly but Gossip. the uh <laughs> but you know the fact that she became queen does not mean that she didn't lose everything else along the way yes like she lost Almost everything else that was important to her yes. to get to where she was yes. uh, blew up like half the city to do it, uh, effectively tore the realm apart to do it. Mm. That's not playing the game. That's just like, that's upending the board and, and taking it home. She's, like, she's the, um, what was the cousin that Tyrion once mentioned, Orson, who just like hits the Beatles. Yes, he just, just hits the Beatles. Just over and over, hitting Beatles, killing Beatles. That was Cersei. <laughs> uh, but it... So I think that she escaped a death that was fitting for her, but that was fitting in a way? Yes, although I go back and forth on that because, like, some people have pointed out that, you know, the fact that she escaped, like, a traditional Hollywood villain death is very Game of Thrones. But, I don't know, like, her, the fact that she and Jamie got to be in each other's arms and die as the Red Keep collapsed... <laughs> no bodies. That's oh yeah, true. somebody we, saying no. Someone body. saying no bodies. Yeah, but we still haven't seen Stannis Baratheon's body, <laughs> yes, yeah, people. Stannis Baratheon's he dead. Yep. He dead. Hey. He dead. Or he's back next week. <laughs> 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 Finally, Stannis is time to shine. Hey, look, Gendry. Gendry, Gendry showed up. Gendry showed up again. He was yeah. off, you know, paddling but, around. Westeros yeah, but he never died. It wasn't like the Hound who died, that's and we true. never saw him yeah. actually die. 
uh, Stannis was pretty, pretty well sure, done. Pretty sure these two have died. We have one more episode. I'm pretty sure they're dead. But, yeah. uh, you know, hey, the, another subversion. They might come back as ghosts. But that's kind of the point. Where no, <laughs> they'll, come back, they'll yeah. come back like the dudes in Star Wars who come back all green. They're force ghosts, And yeah. go like, oh, we bless you and wish you were happy. <laughs> and what? They come back blue, apparently, from yes, the audience. Yes, they are blue. Look, I don't care about your Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's science fiction. This is fantasy. Yeah, this is legitimate. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can you can enjoy your Star Wars. It's fine. Um, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. But what I would say was that the... the uh, you wanted her to get a more well, vicious no, I death, did. I don't you? know what I wanted. I, 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 was part of, sometimes I think about it and I, I'm, I think that that was a good way for that story to end. And then other times I'm like, oh, I actually did want to see a bit more of a, a villain okay, death. Okay, well for let her. me let's break it down. Who were the people who would have killed her? Let's first of all, Arya. Arya. She was the main one. Was on her way. The hound. The hound, maybe. The hound. But surely, no, he, but surely, Danny. He had the opportunity to kill her in Cleganebowl. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, she's no, just like, um, well, like, you two obviously have yeah. a thing. I'm just going to be over here. I'm going to go. Um, by then, I'll just walk past the corpse of Kyburn, who the mountain has just destroyed. <laughs> just got. Annihilated. Annihilated. By <laughs> that was a fitting death for him, just like eh, crunch, blow. Yeah. But the hound could have killed Cersei right there. He didn't. He didn't care. No, he. He, was uh, he not said to Arya, "She's dead. All. The yeah. building's going to fall. She's dead. Yeah. Don't stress." And uh, the hound changed Arya and said, "Don't be like me." And he gave her that yes. gift. That was his last yeah. gift to her. Was look at me. Yeah. I'm not scarred because of my face. I'm scarred because of who I am inside. Which is. Oh, that's good. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah. And also, not only that, um, that echoes the conversation that he had with Sansa um, in the first season where he's like, you know, look at me, this is what the world is like. Yes. You know. Yes. You know, and, and he's coming at it from a very different place. But, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of callbacks in he's, this episode. The Hound has more to live for now since he got rescued by that commune and saw a socialist paradise <laughs> and then saw it upended by the brutal forces of yeah. neo-capitalism. Uh, so he has seen a better future. Yeah. And he's seen that Arya and Sansa are worth fighting for. But he can't get over his own. That that's it exactly, and and I, rage for his brother. Yeah, and and not only that, like people, people, some people have pointed out that that is maybe a little patronising. That he's like, I can pursue my vengeance quest, but you're not allowed uh, to. Like you go she's away and do 18. it. Eighteen, but like, that's a big difference. Not only that, like you know, they they have that relationship. Yeah, where, and so I, I don't I don't think that I just sort of pointed it out to rebut it basically. Yeah, um, so, but you know. Uh, they have that relationship and they've built that relationship up over the course of the series where he's sort of he's sort of the cautionary tale for her. He's like, you can be like me, but you don't have to be. And like, the you thing still is, have she's a choice learned a lot from him. Yeah, She's exactly. learned so much from him. She would be stupid to not take that parting lesson. Absolutely. Of, hey, all these things that I've done, probably not the best way. You can make a better way. That's it. And then she says, thank you, Sandor, and calls him Sandor, I think, for the Sandor, first yeah. time. Absolutely, I don't think yeah. I've ever heard her call him. No, she's definitely never called yeah. him that. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm thinking back to think if anyone has ever called him that to his face in the series. I think people would say Sandor Clegane is over here or something, but I don't know Yeah, but know they haven't called him called Sandor. Called, yeah, he's always been the hound. The hound or just um, you there with the face. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so Arya, I don't think, would kill Cersei then because at... The twins, when she went back to like murder all the phrase yep. in that glorious erotic piece of film. Um, <laughs> sorry, I have a weird thing. Um, but she said, she as Walder Frey wearing his face, she said, "Ah, oh, yes, be proud of yourselves. You killed a family, and oh, you killed a woman with a, a babe in her belly. Yeah, aren't you proud of yourselves? Aren't you proud of yourselves?" I don't think she would kill Cersei if Cersei had said, "I'm pregnant." 
I have a, please, I have a child. I'm pregnant. But would that scene have been better then if she had if she had gone to kill Cersei and Cersei had said, "Hey, I'm pregnant. Don't maybe, kill me." Maybe, maybe that's a fair point. And okay, Arya has to like rethink. Arya has to really struggle with the idea. Of yeah, and then Jamie could have walked in to I go, want to kill "Leave Cersei. now. Yeah, yeah, leave, yeah. and I'll take care." That could have been a really good scene. But if you think about that, and you go, "We'll put Arya out of the picture," then uh, who else is left to kill her? Like Euron, Daenerys. maybe. Daenerys. Well, okay, you make a point. I um, don't know though. I there's think no, there's no face-off. They're not, not really. That they have one moment when Daenerys is sort of just strafing back and forth in a very efficient uh, firebombing of, of King's Landing. Bitch knows how to roast. She does. Uh, <laughs> the roast of King's Landing. Um, but you know, there, there's hey, a King's moment. King's Landing, you moment. suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's with these petrol prices? <laughs> Anybody smell what's coming out of Flea Bottom? <laughs> But they they do look they do look at each, they lock eyes for a moment. But that's it. Like that, they, they don't they lock don't, eyes. They're across the freaking. Well, city. I mean, you know, cinematically, like she's looking in her direction. She's looking in her direction. Like there's, there's. Yeah, but at that point, anyone looking up at the red keep is looking at Cersei. That's right, exactly. But but that's what I'm saying. There's no moment of face off. Like they had that moment last week. And now there's no final sort of showdown. So you want these sort two. of a Richard the Third, you know, my kingdom for a horse. Maybe oh, here comes I mean, like Cersei's not a, Cersei's not a fighter, going, so it wouldn't have been that. But if there was some sort of just some sort of face-off between the two, like there has to be. Otherwise, like it's just sort of the whole thing becomes empty in a way. You know, mm. like this this big battle, the last the last war that they're fighting. So do you feel like narratively it wasn't satisfying for people because we expect a hero and a villain. I think so, and that's or why I go back villains. and forth. Well, and that, that's why I go back and forth because it's very Game of Thrones to subvert expectations of, you know, what what you think the story is going to play out as. Mm. But at the end of the day, you are still telling a story, and you have to like try to tell a satisfying story based on everything that's come before. So you can only subvert expectations so much before it becomes a little bit. It's funny because I wasn't expecting, or I didn't even think about a Danny. Cersei final stand. Uh, oh, I did. Like, yeah, I was, that's you know, interesting. No, I, I mean... I definitely thought something like that was going to happen and the fact that it didn't was... I mean, interesting. I, I don't, again, I'm not surprised that the show didn't, didn't go that way, mm. but... I'm just trying to think because I know that when, when, when there was that moment, um, and I guess we're talking about the battle slightly roundabout, but we're getting to it, uh, there was the moment where she landed on the walls of the city and she's ruined the Golden Company. How funny was the Golden Company? <laughs> Were shit. That's that is the Golden Company in the show is so obviously something that George R. R. Martin has told Benioff and Weiss. He's gone, look, you need to have these guys in here because they're going to be in the books. They're like, great, we'll have them in for a scene, and then they all get killed. Like, did that Harry Strickland guy have any lines? He had one line in the throne room a couple of episodes. Yeah, ago. in the yeah. first episode, yeah. he's like, hi, Daenerys. No, Cersei. <laughs> Confusing my blondes. Hi, Cersei. We're here to help. Golden Company in town. Yeah, boy. I'm going off to drink. <laughs> but I do love that he... Except not that because he had that weird German accent. Like, oh, yeah, wow, very good. <laughs> the, uh, Golden Company. Ah, danke schön. Uh, pretzels, yeah. But yeah. As, they're, as they're lined up outside the walls, they he looks a bit cocky. He's like, oh, I think we got this. I think, I yeah, think you know, got this. I don't like the look of these Northern Army. Like, I don't, they, they don't look like they're going to put up much of a fight. And then, boom. They do look a bit scraggy, they, I have they to do. say. I mean, you know, they've been through a lot. They fought an army of the dead. Yeah. Uh, and now here they are to... That was such a great move, too, the way she came from behind. Yes. Like... Well, they did a lot of good moves. And this is something that uh, people have pointed out as well and that I also have a problem with is uh, 
Drogon's super good at burning those uh, dragon-killing ballistas. Yeah, but you know, he's I learned. Did... They've learned. It's tactics. And that, that's that's you know. Everybody criticised him okay. about having shit tactics at the Battle of Winterfell. And they were and they were ambushed when Rhaegal got shot. And they were ambushed. And Danny has learned that it. you do a Red Baron style. That's it. You World War One that shit. You go up to the sun. You have the sun at your back. Yep. You dive bomb, and then Euron's there going, "Oh, I don't know. My sunny's on. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> oh, I look like a dickhead. Uh, so, I really don't like that guy." <laughs> he's just he's, I mean he's fun He's just, fun uh, No I he's was fun. I was done I was very happy to see him die Well yeah, well, yeah. He did die uh, But he, So they dive bomb And then she was Going low And then Breaking And, and so They that, had to it. take and time To manoeuvre Exactly their And she'd figured out That they have a reload time And that yeah, she can exploit Yeah and she's figured is, She can exploit And go yeah. They're all aiming down And then she breaks up Yep And vice versa And then just strafes them And yep. they're Gone. Which is good. And, and and so she's learned from her previous mistakes. I do think, like, I don't know, I, I would have liked to have seen it be a little bit more close. I would have liked to see a few more um, bolts go whizzing past her that show that she's maybe being a bit reckless, that, you know, she's not, she, she's being strategic, but also this is dangerous and it could backfire. Yeah, because fair. otherwise it just cheapens the death of Rhaegal last week, where, he, I mean, again, they were, they were ambushed, but just instant kill. Dead. The thing is, I was expecting Rhaegal to die in the Battle of Winterfell. Mm. So when he died last week, I was shocked because it was such a sudden, you know, bang. Sure. But I wasn't surprised or I wasn't devastated. It made sense to me that Danny would have to lose another dragon to, mm. you know, um, populate her. Not populate. What's the word I'm trying to say? Motivate. Com- uh, um, hmm, dictionary hour with Natalie. I don't know. <laughs> no, to, to, to add to her... Ongoing woes. Yes. There's a word for that. I don't freaking know English. What am I, a teacher? <laughs> Profligate. No. Propagate. Matt's got it. There Thanks, we go. Matt. Look, he's wearing a nice cardigan tonight. He is. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Everyone look at Matt's cardigan. <laughs> hey? Look at that. Round of applause for Matt's cardigan. <laughs> so I'm now, going to, uh, I'm now going to just point out people's jackets. As we go through the podcast. Sure, why not? Stu is wearing a beautiful checked blue shirt uh, over his Valerian steel sword mm-hmm. uh, T-shirt. It's a great combo. <laughs> Did you wear that to work and just like unbutton it for here? Like kind of do a Superman No, style? no, I didn't. <laughs> although, although I should have. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. <sighs> are John you, are down you, the front is wearing a... Yeah, now? I'm yeah, scanning. Okay. See, John's wearing a bomber jacket. It's very cool. <laughs> uh, it's got like the elasticized waist and... Waist? No, elasticized wrists. Wrists and, yep. Wow, edit that out of the podcast. That was not funny. Okay, not funny. Uh, Stu's fault. Yes. <laughs> Stu's fault. Sure, I'll take it. Yes. Oh, we got a question oh, from the an floor. audience question. No, no, no. Okay, we got a complaint on Twitter and you've got to listen to complaints on Twitter. No, come, come up. Come up, come up and speak into Stu's no, no, microphone. No, it doesn't have to come up. Just as, as long as we repeat the question for the people Oh, okay, home. all right, sorry. I thought the Twitter person was saying... There's, get the there's no mic on the audience. There's no mic on the audience. That's that's like very true. Yeah, exactly, and that, that's what I mean. So, so the the question was, what about the, what about the rate of fire? I was just about to. Thank you. Everyone, just calm down. So that, Don't get on the Twitter. Question Stop was, it. The rate. What, what about the rate of fire? Last week, it seemed like there were arrows absolutely raining out like a machine gun, but this week there was like one arrow, another arrow. Oh, they were doing the kung fu movie they, only attack at one time. Yeah, exactly, thing. exactly right. So. Uh, is that an inconsistency? I think, yeah, I would have liked to have seen that rate of fire be 
the same. Replicated. I would have loved to have seen that, but also have Drogon and Danny have learned from that previous experience and know you how know, to counter dodge it. around. And also, as I said, like, you know, have her be a little bit reckless. Like, she's playing for keeps this time. You know, like, it's not, you know, she... Literally show, playing for keeps. And show that... And that would be a good way that to show... That was funny. Laugh. Because <laughs> it's a keep. <laughs> forced, forced laughter. Forced laughter is the best laughter. Oh, it sure is. Did you hear the excitement mm-hmm. in the people having to slow clap? Them? Absolutely. Also, Stu's uh. fault. <laughs> but also, but also, you know, it would have shown that she she's playing for keeps. She's she's really reckless and not, you know, she's not being, you know, she's not being safe anymore. She's not going to play it safe. She's taking it all or nothing. You know, and I think Has she played it safe for a while? Well she's been well she's been allowed to and that and that's kind she of She was the reckless point. in the Battle of Winterfell and, and But know, she pulled up and this is the thing, like she you know she dive bombed uh Euron's fleet, but then at the last second she's pulled up. Yeah. Uh to avoid all the all the, the machine gun arrows. So it would have been nice to have seen her be tactical, but also, you know, do something like that this this episode where she commits and doesn't pull up. I think that would have been interesting. But, you know, I mean, I think we she got... She did dive bomb, we, though. Like, you did see her yeah, 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 exactly, dive bomb the fleet and just burn it up. That was yeah, fun. That's true. That, that was, was fun. At that point in the show, I was like, burn it all! Burn it all! Like, just the way she like, strafed the fleet. Oh, no, wait, not like that. And when she came into King, yeah. she came in behind the Golden Company, I was like, yeah, Danny, you go, go! And, and that's... And that's, then she stopped and had a bit of a think and... And said, no, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, and then I was like, stop it, Dad. And that goes back to that bit with Cersei. She and Cersei kind of looking at each other. Mm. And I was like, no, Danny, no. no. Stop now. <laughs> and then she got back on Drogon. And I was like, no, Danny, stop. Danny, stop. <laughs> Danny. Like, I was still on her side. And in a way, I still am on her side because she's what? been wronged. <laughs> she's had oh, a bad no, Stu. No, no, I don't Stu. think so. No, 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 no. Stu, I'm a woman and <laughs> you have days. You have bad days, you have bad weeks, you have bad months, you lose all your friends, <laughs> your pets die. Um, you know, and I've done things that I would want to walk back if I had the time. You know, if I had, the, if I had my time again, <laughs> I would walk back some serious errors of judgment. Mm, have you gone so far as to firebomb a city? Look, <laughs> I don't like... Tamworth and <laughs> country music doesn't do it for me. And sure, sure. There was an incident. Uh, no, I don't know why I said Tamworth. How weird. I, I just like, what's the first? That's where your mind went. Kind of like. What city would what, I like firebombed? What, what city that's sort of nondescript enough that if you firebombed it, it would be absurd? <laughs> like if you said, oh, I want to firebomb Sydney, you're like, well, fuck yeah. I mean, the property prices <laughs> yeah, alone yeah. isn't worth making firebombing it. Um, but Tamworth, you're like, why? Why it's done nothing earth? to you. It's done nothing to me. <laughs> nothing at all. Not funny. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I, I do still have some sympathy in my heart for Daenerys, and I'm sorry. Everyone's shaking their head at me. I'm sorry, Bonnie. I'm sorry, Bonnie. There's a, there's a lot of disagreement in this room. Um, it's very Yeah, it's good. It's palpable. Yeah. Let's fight. Um, but I just... This is her point of no return. This is a supervillain moment. She, this yeah, is, I know. And you've been saying, Stu, Stu was right. I've been saying literally for no, seasons stop now. stop cheering for Stu. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take anything I can get. Um, but I, Stu's I have been now saying, the hero of the show. 
That, that implies that I have been a hero, which is clearly not true. I've been Danny all along. <laughs> Dracarys. Uh, I, I, I just... You know, people have done things to get the throne and her ancestor, Aegon Targaryen, came mm. in and burnt up some stuff. And her father... Uh, a- oh, that's what I wanted to say. The the The... Because, I mean, it was a fantastic, and we talked about this before, but about the, the, the cinematography with this battle and the fact that it was much more engaging to watch than the Battle of Winterfell, I felt because you could see so much. You could see, and they focus so much on innocence. Yes, on, absolutely. On, on terrified members of the public who are just trying to get out of the way. That's right, yeah. Uh, doing sensible things like going back into their houses and closing the wooden shutters. <laughs> the wooden shutters. Just to stay safe. Well, to be fair, like Wooden apparently, shutters. dragon dragon fire melts steel beams, so it just goes straight through uh, yeah. rock and stone and everything. So it doesn't actually matter. That, well, that was my point. <laughs> yes. They're like, well, we better yeah. just hang on a second. Yeah. I'm just going to pull in these wooden louvers. I would, I would have liked to have seen like just, just one person just draw a pair of cloth curtains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a baby. It's like I can't see you. You yes, must not yeah. be there. <laughs> uh, so, but but the cinematography was great and the way it focused. On the victims, and it yes. focused on the people terrified as to tense, what was happening. Tense, Once Danny scenes. got in the air yep. for that second go round, yep. the destructo portion, you did not see her face again. No, you didn't see her at all. It was just the dragon, it was just yep. the fire, and it was putting the audience in the same place as the uh, as, as the people Absolutely. who don't know any of Danny's backstory. That's they it. They don't yeah. have any reason to all understand why she's All they see is a giant dragon burning their city. Burning their city. Yeah. And in that case, maybe Cersei would look kind of good compared to... Um, too late for her, obviously, but <laughs> can't kind of come back now. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so th- I thought that was such an interesting stylistic choice to to not have her shown to not to not see any impact on her as to what she was doing. And I would have, I'm ha- I'm happy with what they did, but I would have liked to have seen some sort of facial expression. Like, what was she thinking? What was she doing? What was she, was she a robot? Was she on autopilot? Got, was she engaged with it? My, my reading was was we she got, laughing we got... maniacally? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think we got everything that we needed to know about where Danny was in that sort of mid-shot of her just before Drogon took off. With the bells. With the, where the bells were ringing and the look on her face was, nah, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with that amount that. of burning. Yeah, let's talk about that moment. Why? Because she'd won. She, the, the bells exactly. were ringing. The city had fallen. So and, and that's where a lot of people. Eyes. I think that's where a lot of people are really struggling with this episode because in every... And this is the thing. So th- I'm, I'm one of those people who's been saying for a long time that Danny's going to go... She's going to break bad. She's going to turn full supervillain. He's showing off now. Um, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is something the show has been doing. It's it set it up since season one. In season one, she burned the witch alive in the last episode. I've got a list in my recap um, of all of the things all that the she things has done. done. And in every single case, every single one there was some sort of justification for it. You could you could make an argument for every single horrible, terrible thing. There was an article that was released, I think just before the season came out, where I think the UN, it was a, it was a jokey article, but, you know, they were trying to raise awareness of a serious issue, where they were like, um, which, ca- which character in Game of Thrones has committed the most war crimes, mm. right? And, you know, it's Daenerys. She's done mm. horrible, horrible things. She crucified hundreds of people in Marine. Mm. She's burned multiple people alive. Mm. You know, she's tortured prisoners. She's done all sorts of horrible things and there's been a justification for every single one until this episode, which I think is absolutely deliberate 
where the show wanted to show her just on a, on a vengeance quest. But so, it's a, this, is, it, this, is it a justification for us or a justification for her? Because I still think she has a justification in her mind. Oh, she's got a justification in her mind, but I think it's a ju- for, for us as the viewers, there's no excuse for what she did. None. Mm. She won. Like, she got to burn a bunch of Lannister soldiers and, and she would have eventually had Cersei at her mercy. Uh, but instead, she was like, no, that's not going to cut it. This city has to burn to the ground. What about Missand- the theory... Missande told me Dracarys and yeah. that's what I'm going to do. What about the theory that she is burning it to the ground to s- cease its existence? That it's not, oh, about, sure. it's not about taking over the, red, the Iron Throne anymore. It's not about conquering this country that doesn't want her. Absolutely. It's about erasing the capital. That's it. And either leaving or starting again. I don't think I don't think she's going to leave, but I think that's she's she said so fear it is, you know, like mm. it's going to be fear. And what what more palpable display of power and fear and shock and awe could there be mm. than to level a city? I'm going to say it was very striking to me and I'm, you know, old, so I had a lot of uh, Thanks, Matt. You can stay. <laughs> Keep the cardigan on. Or not, whatever you fancy. Uh, you can leave your hat on. Um, yeah, I have this weird thing where I try and sexually harass people um, in audiences of shows. I don't know why I do it. I'm really sorry. Um, please don't me to me. But um, no, I have to cut that out because I'm diminishing the movement. Uh, shit. Oh, Natalie, I'm bad for feminism. Um, I was going to say something. What was I going to say, Stu? About Daenerys and... and uh, breaking oh, the wheel no, and yep. no, the imagery. So I, that the shot, just the ash falling, and the way yes. that people were being covered in ash and being buried in rubble and running from an ash cloud. There and was fire. some very specific imagery. Very being September used. 11 yes. kind yeah, of yeah, triggering yeah. stuff. Yeah, where I was like, oh my goodness, like not triggering for me. I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> it was. I was actually my first kind of day in a newsroom, September 11. I was doing my internship at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I was doing my internship at the time and um, I would go in every week, one day a week, into B105 Triple M Mm -hmm. in Brisbane in the newsroom and I was up that night, weirdly enough, not watching TV, which is what I normally do as a mature adult of whatever I was at the time, (laughs) 19 or something, Um, and uh, I... My dad came home and said put on the TV, the World Trade Center's on fire. Mm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they'll call me in the morning. And at like 5.30, we got a call. I'm still at home. I know, I'm sad. But my dad just, I remember my dad just walking through the room going, Natalie, you've got to go to work. They need you. Get up. (laughs) And so I got up and drove in and I was at work all day just working, you know, stories and stuff. So it was a really, it was a crazy time, but it was like my first big journalism breaking. And just in person, like not... You know, but that's it was a hell of a, that's like, a hell can of a you story it was before Twitter, on. it was before Facebook, that's it was it. before the way that news is disseminated now. It was a pre 9 11 world. So, we, yeah, we were, oh, <laughs> we were, I was on the internet and, and news websites had stuff coming out, but sure. it was much slower and it wasn't, you know, you didn't have this huge mass of stuff, hashtags you could follow mm. as you would now. Um, crazy time. So, that's what that reminded me of. And it also made me think of various dictators who've kind of bombed their own... Like, people like Kissinger and, and Nixon and stuff who bombed Vietnam and Cambodia yeah. had shades uh, a of lot, that. A lot of people have compared it to Dresden as well. There's that sort of Yeah, for me it there. was more like Assad, you know, yeah, but that's um, right, in exactly. Syria. That whole kind of like, I'm in charge of this country, yeah. so I'm going to bomb all the innocent people 
um, to, to, to force them into submission. So there was a lot of real world parallels there for me that was going through my mind, seeing all these people totally. running and hiding and screaming. And That's it. And just, just the, the complete helplessness and inevitability of that dragon fire eventually reaching you yeah. was just shocking. Like I, I finished this episode and I was just sick to my stomach. Like, like you know, really? in a horrible way. Like I was just like, I don't know if I enjoyed that. Oh, wow. That was I was very... drinking Diet Coke and eating a Kit Kat. <laughs> In the in the green room of uh, Fox. Well, they put me. I don't know. They put me in my own little room this time. They put. They found an office and put me. <laughs> Everyone, thank you. He brought it up. <laughs> that wasn't me. Does that but does I that count? Does that count if I totally set you up for well, it? Well, they've or? already drunk there now, so go. I guess Fair it enough. does. <laughs> I'm about to get beaten up by various drunk people. <laughs> Stop being a TV asshole, Natalie. Um, but they, 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 they said, oh, this week we're going to put you in your own room. Right. And so I wasn't with the other two guys because normally I take a photo and go, here I am with, you know, celebrities. That's it, exactly. Have there been complaints then, or what? Well, this is what I mean. <laughs> this is what I mean. I'm like, I said to them, did I do something wrong? Like, I'm really sorry. Like, you're, I, like I'm happy to do it, but did I, like, please let me know if I upset someone or no, did, I upset, did I upset George Gregan? Did I upset George Gregan? National treasure rugby hero? The way you Maybe have to I think do. about it is that, you know, you're, you're the star of the show now. They're giving you your own no, room. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, look, to be fair, they did have like a platter of featured goodies. Featured guest, Fe- Natalie Bohensky. Fe- <laughs> <laughs> they said, what they said was they want to keep the discussion fresh, so they didn't want the opportunity for oh, us they to did. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. talk too much. Totally. Just like how you and I, uh, when we meet up before the podcast, we try desperately to want to talk about yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, we try not to until we're... But we don't want to do it until we're on mics. So we just sit in awkward silence until yeah. it's time to... <laughs> yeah. How was your day, Stu? Yeah, fine. That's what fine. do you think of this? Particularly after ones like, you know, the, the, like, big, the big ones that... Yeah, from like, like this episode, for example. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I was going to say something else about the... Oh, um, speaking of innocence, they followed, they tracked the, those two, the mother and daughter... Yes, from, from since before the battle started, they were yes. trying to get into the city, and yes. then they got right into the through. city. They couldn't get into the keep. Yep. They got out of the way, and they very deliberately followed those two. Yeah, which probably was doomed from the start. I oh, guess. Oh yeah, probably should have seen that coming. But you saw Arya and the Hound walk past them, and Arya clocked them. Yeah, and then later, when Arya came back downstairs, she then started to look after them, and that for me was like really significant for Arya's character that she left behind just my priority is death and vengeance. And then she kind of switched modes into, I need to help people. Yeah. Except, and I want to, I, I, again, I, I don't know what this means, but what does it mean that she couldn't save those two? Uh, death is inevitable. You can try all you like, but everyone's going to die anyway. Life is futile and meaningless. But what, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, th- those are all very, very overt themes of this show, but... That's, like, that's my diary it, entry for yeah. today. <laughs> for every day, life that's is... It. Life is futile and meaningless. I may as well eat another Kit Kat. <laughs> but what? But what does it mean? What does well, it mean to be for thin. Arya, who made that decision? She made the decision not to be death, and then she made the decision not to be death in that moment. But then, Stu, like, like at the, the end the of the episode, she freaking got on a she white horse. She gets on a white horse. I know. Behold, a, bit on the, nose. the pale horse, <laughs> and upon it sits death. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's in. People <laughs> finally got to use that line from fantastic. The Simpsons in a totally in, justified in context. context. Justified, fantastic. Yes. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
pale horses, symbolic that's of it, life yes. and death, but uh, in Revelations, particularly of death, riding a pale sure. horse. And that's that's obviously the, the symbolism they're going for there. But I mean, like, it what does that mean? It was a beautiful moment. The, it was. It was lovely, and it was a, a moment of calm after all that. Because horrible... the little girl had been carrying a white horse toy. Yeah. And she got burnt, and you saw the little horse but, head. But again, does so that does that mean anything? Like, are they just doing symbols now? Like, what are they? I like the symbols. Because then I can make up bullshit explanations for them and <laughs> seem intelligent. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm sure I saw someone online today saying that that white horse was Harry Strickland's horse. I think so. Because he was yeah, on yeah. a white horse. It ain't though. If you go back and oh, look, really? his horse got deaded. Oh, okay. Deaded. Okay, like enough. if you look but back, said his that, horse that, got that twisted horse, in half. But that horse was all like burnt on the on the feet and legs and stuff. Mm. So I, I, know, I know lots about horses. Um, twisted. Like his oh, did legs it? were like facing it was really... a different way. Okay, fair enough. I, I think it must have been somebody else's horse. Sure. Uh, I don't know whose. I mean, it's a magical plot device horse in the end anyway. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's... yeah, to get her out. <laughs> Can I say though, I was so interested watching this battle because when I went to Belfast last year and did my Game of Thrones tour, yes. which is very exciting, uh, I, the day before I went to the Titanic Museum, which is near the studios, the Titanic Studios, where yes, they yeah, film yeah, the Game of Thrones. Hall. And I went up to the fence line and did like a live chat and was like, ooh, and did some video going, <laughs> ooh, look, I can see all these um, burnt out suits of armour. And oh, I thought, wow. I thought yeah, they were like okay. left over from the loot train battle. Sure, but, but it's I like, don't no. know that they were. And there's just all this debris and stuff. And then they had um, the studio, like if you're looking, the Titanic's museum behind you, looking ahead to the studios on my right, was you could just see the top of an obvious, like a streetscape yeah, with, the fake, okay, with the facade wow, building wow. facade. So you could see the rooftops. And when we did the tour the next morning, the guide said, um, "Yeah, they've built King, Kings. They've recreated King's Landing. Wow, in, uh, in and, Belfast because it's because it's cold enough now in the show. They don't need to go to Dubrovnik. That's right. And exactly. also, Dubrovnik has a tourism problem whenever they shoot there because That's it's it, so exactly. famous yeah, now. Yeah. So it's much harder for them to shut down streets. But we even so had that conversation that we said, "Oh, they must be doing something specific in King's Landing because, like, normally they just go to Dubrovnik, but they must be doing something you can't do on location." Yes. Yes. Uh, so, and yeah. sure enough, yeah, Probably burning like, King's Landing to the ground is and, something and you can't those do to piles Dubrovnik. Piles of body, like having John and Grey Worm and the Starks kind of coming through yeah. the street and the Lannisters on the other side and um, and then uh, you're racing out on the horse. So that was all that streetscape, I think, Absolutely. probably repurposed. Danny gets a lot so of attention. Like, oh, speaking about there, I saw that. That's ah. it, it's fantastic. Speaking of, speaking of that, Danny gets a lot of attention for what she did. But Grey Worm... The, the, yeah, the, Grey Worm go the crazy. Talk in this, the talk around the episode, no one's been mentioning Grey Worm, who also makes the same choice. Mm. And I think, you know, informed by what Danny then does, he's like... Yeah, okay, let's start killing people. Yeah. Because the Lannisters had surrendered. You know, they're now in the breach of the Absolutely. Geneva Convention. Well, yeah. <laughs> if they had a Geneva. The Old Town the Convention. The concept of a convention. The Marine Convention. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... The yeah, so so he absolutely makes that same choice, which is really interesting. And John is the one trying to stop them. Yes, he's trying obviously. to hold them back, going no, <laughs> back, 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 and then he kills a Stark man. Absolutely, who's trying to grab and rape a girl. Who gra- tries to grab and rape a girl, and then like John, and he must know who John is, like, and he goes, nah, stuff you, and tries to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Like, so what's what's going on? Obviously. The it's, show is trying to it's show battle it's rage, just the, man. The the horror of war, like yeah. it's it's everything that's it's going everyone's on. Everyone's like g'd up, you know. Yeah, it wasn't it like that that thing that I found out recently that basically all the German soldiers in World War Two were like on meth. Yes, yeah. They pretty much were just they yeah, gave meth them and all, amphetamines. They and gave stuff, them yeah. all various amphetamines, so mm. the whole German army is just like, oh yeah, that, let's kill people, yeah. <laughs> go to house party. And yeah? no, to that's house not, music. yeah, is that meth? No, sure. meth's just like, oh my teeth are falling out. I must <laughs> kill some French soldiers. Oh yeah. 
I don't know why the Nazis are so happy. I don't. That's a <laughs> misconstruction of history. That's, I'd be like, oh, the evil Nazis on meth. Mm. <laughs> Steal your VCR. <laughs> sure. If that reference was topical, neither for now or then. <laughs> that's right. That's what makes it great. Yeah. It's a topical reference if you're in 1999. That's it. And nowhere else. And nowhere else. Maybe, you know, 90 to 99, in the sure. 90s. It's topical in the 90s. If I'd said Betamax, 80s. Not funny. <laughs> Cut VCR references mm-hmm. from podcasts. <laughs> I'm writing this because I don't know what to say next, Stu. Can you, well, I mean, can you take us out of this conversational uh, pit? Well, I mean, do we want to do we want to talk more generally about the battle itself? Because um, we've sure. we've exhausted all other uh, discussion topics. Oh, I mean, let's just talk about Jamie and Euron. And yeah, their sorry, little, yeah, yeah. Their so we, they have their their big thing. Uh, they fight. He, they both die. Very it's fine. Conv- oh, okay. I'm done. Well, we've covered <laughs> we've covered that. I just was impressed that Jamie managed to kill him, even though he's got a you know a bung hand and he got two stab wounds, like severe mm. stab wounds, and still got up and was able to climb. It was actually a pretty cool up fight to scene. the top of the red keyboard, yes. pretty far up, pretty far up, and then get her just in time to get back to the giant war room floor map. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favourite things from season seven was Cersei's floor map, which they had a very poetic crack. They right did, through yes. the center of it. it was very I was good. like, oh, mm. well done, set designer. That's some beautiful <laughs> poetic imagery there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets all the way up there to just hug Cersei, and then she's literally got her his blood on her hands. Oh, very good. I hadn't, hadn't clocked that. I can't take credit for that. That's Steph, who's not here tonight. Uh, but she yep. messaged me going, oh my God, Cersei had Jamie's blood on his hands. And I'm like, I'm stealing that for she, the recap. She absolutely But does. I credit. You're like, it's theft with. I mean, it. She called in. Steph called in. Steph called in. and yeah. then yeah, She's not absolutely. here tonight because apparently she got food poisoning. <laughs> this is our friend Steph and she is a delight. Right. Yeah, I she love is. Steph to bits. Um, but I've never met anyone with so many allergies and like... <laughs> she, no, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like she's honestly... She said this to me. Yeah. That if it wasn't for modern medicine, she just would have died so long ago. <laughs> like she's allergic to everything. She, yeah. Wow. Poor thing. It is known. It is known. Yeah. It's not... I think... I don't think she'll be angry with me saying that... She seems to laugh about it. I'm sure she'd be fine. Which you can if you're able to carry an EpiPen with you at all times. <laughs> you can laugh about it. Sorry, Steph, if you're listening, I don't. <laughs> Battle. <clears throat> but yeah, well, I mean, I did, I did like that Euron continued the great tradition of me just not giving a crap about the Greyjoys. Oh, um, you really fine. never have. I never have. What about Still when don't. Leon died? Didn't care. Whatever. Wow. What? There were gasps from the audience. Who cares? Come but on. But it was noble. He, he, he made He was his, fine. He became was a fine. Stark again. It was good. Sure. Whatever. That's right. Well, exactly. And we only... Yeah. Okay. And All the, right, the, Stu. No, Stu. Yeah. You have to spend the rest of eternity with either the Greyjoys or the Martells of Dawn. Who do you pick? Um, the Martells? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, a hundred okay, times? Okay, everyone was very... <laughs> but they were quite boring in their plot line. Yeah, but it looked nice there. Oh, I see. No, okay. <laughs> they have yeah, sunny. sex with you know, everyone. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, with yeah. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. They d- a very Greyjoys or Freys. Yeah, Greyjoys that's, that's or Freys. That's more difficult. Yeah, Freys are pretty. Probably the Freys, just because. What? Well, I mean, you know, they put on. They, ki- they, they throw a good party. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> 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 I think I've reached my Daenerys moment. (laughs) 
they don't love me like they love you, Stu. <laughs> I'll never have any love here at the powerhouse. <laughs> Where's my matches? <laughs> They're still laughing at your joke. <laughs> they can't stop themselves. Mm. Are you yeah, laughing yeah, at my laugh? Well, thank you for your laugh. pity laugh. Uh, no, that's good. Well, that's good. Look, as long as someone's laughing. <laughs> Who? Yeah, someone. What? <laughs> Did you just diss me? <laughs> I think he just said someone, emphasising the one. We're, we're one now getting active laughing. heckles from the audience. Yeah, no, that's great. Good. Bring yeah, it on. Um, <laughs> What else about the battles did you want? Because then we can open it up for some audience members to come up and ask Well, I mean, just in, just in general. So, I mean, like, so the, the big thing that everyone seems to be annoyed about is the fact that Daenerys made this heel turn in this episode and then we had this giant just carnage and destruction for no reason. They thought it was very out of character. And I just thought uh, the, the battle itself was incredible and tense. Um, but I do go back and forth on it. Like, I wonder sometimes, like, you know... Is this is this what we wanted? Is this what we wanted as, as viewers? What did you want then? I don't know. This is the thing. I See, don't know this what is I the wanted. Thing. Everyone's and no one saying knows what, what I wanted. wanted. But exactly. eventually someone will write a plot line on Twitter and it'll go viral and then yes. I'll be like, oh great. Everyone will be like, this is how it should have ended. I'm like, no, you don't get to tell an, you don't get to tell Picasso how to do Guernica. But where I think the problem is coming from is the fact that It's a that very clever literary this is, reference. This is episode Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. This Artistic is... reference, I should say. Visual arts <laughs> reference. <laughs> This you don't tell Shakespeare how to write Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch did it himself. That's it, exactly. Far too much whining, but that's okay. It's part of the story. Have you seen their mate? Have you seen that they've, they're making a movie called Ophelia, which I get the sense is Hamlet told from Ophelia's point of view. Oh, okay, that'd be interesting. Could you think of anything more boring? <laughs> oh, look at me over here sitting in a corner, feeling sad for myself, counting flowers, while all the interesting action is happening happening over there with the whiny emo guy. But maybe she has a whole like side plot. Who knows? I don't care. <laughs> Just come in, sing your song, drown yourself in your flowers and fuck off. <laughs> Shakespeare Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie's leaving. Sorry, Bonnie. Um, <laughs> insulted the bard and Bonnie is out of That's here. That's it, exactly. That's where she draws the line. Should I put it? And quite right too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't tell George Lucas how to make Star Wars, except you do. And people very famously do. Yeah, it's 2019 yes. yeah, yeah, and you yeah. do. Um, <laughs> battle, yes. Yeah, yes. so the battle. I mean, well, so th this is episode what do you, five. What did you want, Stu? What can you think of? But what I think, of, what I think is that uh, if they had set this up properly, this would be hailed as a masterpiece. Is it just a case then of more episodes needed I think in the running up? This is episode five of six. Like this should be episode eight or nine of ten. After not, a series like seven that was ten. ten episodes. You know, instead of having seven episodes an 18-month gap or whatever whatever it was, and then six episodes to round out this massive series. I, and I think if they had just had a bit more room to breathe, they could have stuck the landing a bit better because there was nothing in this episode that wasn't informed by plot and things that had been set up previously. It's just they happened so quickly that they seem like plot holes. Okay. That's not funny. That's just what I think. No. <laughs> Opinion Corner with Stu. Yes. Um, I don't know what I would have done differently. I think unless it was Danny not attacking and just conquering the city and then having a face-off with Cersei or some, some sort of 
diplomatic or tense, tense moment there or having having her find Cersei and Jamie and then be mad at Tyrion mm. for letting Jamie go free because that's what Tyrion did. He he rescued Jamie again. Well, again. I'm glad I got the chance to repay the favour. Yeah, exactly. He helped Jamie out. So to have that consequence because she told Tyrion the next time you fail me is the last time you fail me. Yeah. So he could still be up for it next well, episode. And this is the thing. Like he, he freely did that. He did that. And, and he, he said, you know, the lives of everyone in King's Landing for one dwarf, I think that's a fair trade. And he found yeah. out very quickly that his money's no good. You know, like it's it's just not. You know, he was he bit, he backed the wrong horse. Yeah, didn't back the white horse. No, that's right. Uh, finally, and we'll go to some audience questions. But uh, Clagane Bowl was it everything you wanted? Um, it was, but again, that that's something, and that's that's something that I would have done differently because I wanted that to mean more than it ended up meaning, which was literally like that fight worked because it was amazing it was really well choreographed it looked incredible mm. that shot when they're on the staircase yeah. and the, the dragon flame comes across it's amazing it's, it's yeah. incredible I want it airbrushed on the side of my van <laughs> but, but and this is the thing I've like lost a lot, the audience Stu they're on your side <laughs> I'll, I'll do something to, to alienate them it's fine <laughs> but I, I, I thought that the, the fight itself was informed by all the character stuff. Like, obviously, the Hound has been building to this. He All he wants to do is to get revenge on his brother. He wants to, mm. to kill him. But first of all, is that even still his brother? Because he says, yeah, yeah. that's you. That, that's, what, that's what you are. But he's a zombie. He's a, yeah. he's a thing. Except he does kind of have agency because apparently yeah. he was... He was not a zombie this whole time? Or, or I'm, I, again, yeah, that is, was confusing. But he's, he's obviously some part of his lizard brain recognises recognizes his brother his and brother, retains yeah. the hate or something. I guess, but doesn't that Robert... Enough to go, oh, I'm not going to look after the Queen anymore. I'm, not go- I'm going to smash Kyburn's head in yeah, exactly. and kill my brother. But doesn't that rob that encounter of some of its emotional heft? That one of them is a brain-dead walking tank yeah, and the, yeah. other, the other has... I'm getting oh, okay. Now this this oh, okay. is where I'm losing the audience. So most people here are saying no that they were completely fine with it. Yeah, it seems clear kept... that somehow Gregor knows that that's his little yeah. brother. So yeah, no, no, fair enough, and and that's fine. But the other thing that I had problems with it was that it just sort of happens by itself as its own little vignette in the overall story. I would have liked to have seen it integrated, and again, this is just me, you know, spitballing, but. I would have liked to have seen it integrated a bit more fully into something. You know, maybe or something maybe, else. Like maybe Arya is still with him at that stage. And, I was and expecting her. To, I well, was expecting or, Arya to come out and help him. Like well, I was well, expecting not, her to come back. Maybe and, not that. Maybe, maybe that's where he says, "Get out of here. This is the fight that you can't win. Like this, you, this guy's already dead. You can't. You, you've got nothing to do here. Mm. This is my fight. Don't be like me. Go live your life. Yeah. Or something like that. Maybe if that had been saved for that, maybe that would have made it feel. Better. The fight itself, in and of itself, was great. I really liked it. That ending, I, though, that oh, final. Incredible. And I said this on the show last night, uh, Thrones 360. <coughs> it's a drink. Uh, <laughs> there they go. People are not only drinking now, they're like almost toasting the mention. Like, you're shameless, Natalie. Hurrah. <laughs> I have to drink to forget how terrible you are. Um, but I said that, and I'm going to put this in the recap, so please don't think I stole it from anywhere, but it's like a cross between Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty going over the Reichenbach Falls yes. yeah, yeah. with a WWE Hell in the Cell. Yeah. <laughs> where the Undertaker slams mankind. That's right. Onto the, onto the side of the floor. Through, like, through the, the, through the, the cell, hell in the cell. Onto the, onto the table. That was for you, Simon. That was a wrestling reference for you, my friend. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, that it was like, and, and that's the thing, because the, the, the hound hates fire. So with all this fire around everything, he's still that's able it. to focus on killing his the, brother. The one thing, he couldn't focus at the Battle of Winterfell, but the one thing he can focus on is killing, is killing his, his brother. brother. And that's why that line, you know, fucking die. He's like yeah. stabbing every, like he's got, he's like. And that's like, actually. He's like, he's like, it's like when you've got a toothpick and you're trying to pick up a piece of cheese. <laughs> he's like, stab, stab, get, why don't you But die? that's actually, that's actually a really powerful metaphor because, you know, that's been the thing that's been eating away at him for his whole life and it just won't die. And the only way that he can kill it is to kill himself. Aww. And he goes over the edge. And it's poetic. It's done. It's finally done. Uh, so, no, that was, that was fantastic. I, I, did, I did like almost everything about that. I just wish it was more fully integrated into what was going on. But or a standalone was... thing that happened before the main battle. Yeah, or something, something. I, I, didn't, I didn't like where it sat in the episode, but I loved what it, how it all played yeah. out. I loved it. Uh, let's see if the audience has anything to say. If anyone wants to ask a question or make a comment or... Yes, Katie, up the back. Can we have a Cersei and Kyvern episode, please? Oh, Cersei and Kyvern. Can, can we have a Cersei and Kyvern episode? Okay. Uh, how did the theme song go? I think it's pretty much the same as uh, it's, Grey Woman Miss let's, let's just wing okay, it. Okay, all right. Let's just wing it. It's like... Cersei and Kyvern try to work it, make it this work. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the, se- the seeds of discord already happening. It's fine. We're going to win. Ah, uh, my queen, there's a lot of dragon fire out there. The Lannister soldiers will fight harder than any cell sword. Uh, no, they won't. They no, will. No, they... Um, look, I'm just going to step out for a second. Don't um, leave. Bye, bye, bye. Nobody bye, walks bye, away from bye, me. Bye. Oh, God, a giant bum- zombie. Oh, no. Okay, well, I'm just going to go over here. Um... <laughs> And hope someone turns up to give me a cuddle before I die. <laughs> Cersei and Kyburn try to make this work and don't. <laughs> <laughs> the second and last episode of that show. <laughs> last episode ever. Cersei has not been in, apparently, she's not been in the last two episodes. She was in the first two. And now this, so she's only been in half of this season. Now, what I want to know is because all the cast members this season have been getting a million dollars an episode. Mm. Um, did is that strategic? So is, they're like, well, we're that, only going to put you well, in three episodes. So that, we only that's what pay I'm you. saying. Is she only getting paid for the episode she was in? I would assume so. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, she basically got paid a million dollars to stand at a balcony and and look smoulderingly at at, at a green screen and look badass. Well, yes, too. exactly. And she did. And to be honest, she she is definitely doing the heaviest lifting of anyone with the least amount yeah. of like actual script stuff. And the fact is, when she died, I realised I had the same feeling towards her death as I had when Joffrey died, which is, I've hated you, I've you know loved to hate you, mm. but gosh, I'm sad you're going. Like, well, and you've at been the end, great. Yeah, the, the the show goes out of its way to sort of humanise her in her last moments, where mm. she's like, you know, I don't want to die. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a pregnant woman. I don't want to die. Please mm. don't let me die. A giant pile of bricks. The world falls in on them. Mm, exactly. And not no, uh, not dead. The uh, Cersei conspiracy theorists are out in force. <laughs> the Cersei truthers. The Cersei truthers. Uh, Daniel, dragon question? fire can't melt steel beams. Uh, Stu's been predicting supervillain Danny for like years and years. And years. I, it's true. I have been predicting supervillain Yes. Uh, When I was watching that scene, did I feel a little bit smug after predicting Supervillain Danny for years and years? Actually, you know, um, the the serious not funny answer is no, because it was so horrifying. Um, Like, uh, look, a little bit. (laughs) 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 I'll be totally honest, I'll cop to it. A little bit smug. 
But like, like I said, I'm not sure I enjoyed this episode. Like, I, I know exactly. Like, I, I. Do you even ever enjoy Game of Thrones? I, you I kind think of so. enjoy yeah, it. There's, don't there's you? episodes. It's, it's, it's like getting your well, blood drawn. If you, if you read the commentary online, there's a lot of people out there enduring it rather than enjoying it. Oh, but people, you know, this. This was the first episode where I, I felt sick. I was like, oh my God, like Danny has killed a city. Like that, that's the, there's no coming back from that. It's crazy. If but Tormund if Tormund had, had been, been in the background, background somewhere, well, look, I would have been uh, edge of my seat, white knuckle, <laughs> like just being like, do not kill my man. Don't kill my man Tormund. But this is the thing. He's safe now. He's, He's safe, safe now. Up in the Forever north. and ever. Wandering he will be up around. in the north with Ghost. Storm having and adventures, ghost, fighting crime, <laughs> having adventures on Northern Time. <laughs> I'm working on the theme song for Tormund and Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other questions, comments? Uh, yes, Adam. Uh, Two-part question. Two-part question. Is first it more of, a, more of a statement than a question, or? Uh, the first one relates to seconds. Right. Uh, sorry, what was that show you're on again? The audience is now. The getting first into question the was, what was the show I was on, and now the audience is all about to drink when I say, who is Thrones 360 Live on Foxtel? And drink! Nobody's driving home tonight. <laughs> I feel a bit awful about that now. I was just like, it was supposed to be a funny thing and now I feel like it I'm is a funny slightly thing. exploiting it. <laughs> the second, related part, second related question. Do you know someone who can play a flute in the next podcast for the introduction? A flute? Do we know someone who can play a flute for the introduction of the next podcast? Oh, you want to know what I played on, on the episode? Okay, yeah. So, can I do that? Look, I can bring my tin whistle along. Or we can get Wendy back, who's a flautist, and she, she should, taught me. You should play with Wendy. Uh, yeah. Wendy, Wendy with her beautiful sonorous tones and me with... So, what happened was, I don't know why they did this, but they said to me, they said to me uh, in one of the briefing phone calls, they're like, do you play a musical instrument? And I said, No. <laughs> Uh, anything, you know, like a recorder or anything. I said, well, I played the recorder at school. Mm. And he said, oh, do you think you could play the theme song? And I went, I mean, I could give it a bash. <laughs> he said, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be great. And then I got off the phone and I told this to Greg from the Smart Enough to Know Better podcast <laughs> and said, oh, yeah, I've said I'll, I'll play the recorder. And he went, what? He was horrified and went, <laughs> what? I said, yeah, I played the recorder at school. I'm sure I can pick out the theme song to Game of Thrones. Like, I've got a decent musical ear. Like, I don't mean to sound braggy, but like... I can sort of hit piano keys sure, and go, I, oh, that's the Star Wars theme. Or, <laughs> I do love how horrified he was. He but, was horrified. Yeah. And he said, I've never heard you play the recorder in my life. <laughs> and, and I said, he was... Hey, there we go. He was smart he enough, was to, know smart enough to know Everyone better. Everyone, please, toast to... Yep, that's very, very Toast good. to Matt and very, his fine cardigan. Potato. Yep. What's his name? Potato. Potato. Yeah, it's, it's from on now. Why potato? Why not potato? I don't think he looks like a potato. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's more like a pumpkin. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's clearly a squash. Um, No. uh, What was I saying? Yeah. So they so they asked me to bring this this, uh, and I said, well, I I tried it on the. I asked Wendy, who played Jenny of Oldstone for us here a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh my god, you could help me out. Because Greg was like, why are you going to go on national TV and play an (laughs) instrument you can't play? And look like an idiot. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm, 
I'm going to look like an idiot anyway. Oh, no, this is me on national TV. I might as well give it a back. Like, I just, it's, that imp- it's the impro background of going, yeah, okay, I'll give it a back. I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do that. Why not? I'm sure I can. You've got to have confidence in yourself. If you do it confidently enough, surely yeah. people won't notice. So, Wendy f- worked out how to play the theme song for me and then right. taught me. And then taught And you. I filmed her playing it and then watched and sort of like echoed it back. Right. And then when I was down there practicing, I sort of picked out, because she taught me how to do the da 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 and then I worked out how to do that. Da, 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 da. So I just started playing that to go into the bit that I knew. And the hosts were like, okay, let's cut it off there. So clearly they wanted it as a, like a gag. Oh, right, okay. You right. know, that was supposed to be a. Because they went into a segment of people playing the theme song and different instruments. Or, right. So it was a, a setup thing, which was fine. Um, they probably could have let you in on that ahead of time. <laughs> I assumed of, it was. Like, okay, I assumed it was. Right. They told us they were playing this package thing and they'll, they'll ask me to play. Before you, like, learnt the theme but song I thought on they the recorder. might give me, like, a few more seconds. Okay. To kind of get out the bit that I did, but it was sure. because I went, I went like, rah, rah, like I missed the note, right? Yes. So it had that real, but it wasn't as bad as a recorder because it was a tin whistle, so it was yeah. a slightly nicer sound. Um, but yes, I can. Uh, why don't I just get Wendy back next week and she can do the theme song? Can I play next week? I mean, no. There we go. It's not very good though. I can no, bring my because no, the other thing. Don't <laughs> The other thing that I did was I, br- I brought down um, my kazoo. I have a kazoo for some reason. And yeah. So I was like, I could just talk into a kazoo. <laughs> kazoo, you literally just go, bah, 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 like with your That's mouth. True. And it makes a kind of duck sound. Like, bah, bah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, Adam, for that question. Have a drink, my friend. Any other questions from the audience or comments or anything? Oh, yes, it's Trinity up the back. You didn't realise everyone hated Daenerys now? Oh, really? Okay, so Trinity came to the podcast this evening. Still so on Trinity, board Trinity's Team still Daenerys. on board Team Daenerys. Look, I'm, I'm with you, Trinity. I'm still... Like, you have a the bad day, okay? <laughs> one bad day. One bad day doesn't negate all the other things that you did or people you burnt. And here's, here's Ben. Let's have a bad... Yeah. Comment from the audience. You know uh, comment from the day. audience, the people of the, King's yeah, Landing. Fantastic. And look, bad days can spread. They're like a cold, you know, they're <laughs> contagious. Or like a like some sort of fire. Yeah, like a viral um, fever. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, maybe she'll be okay, Trinity. Maybe she'll just... I, th- I feel for her too. And maybe she'll just get a really big bunch of flowers and some chocolates and kind of turn up tomorrow, next week, and go, guys, awkward, but I'm really sorry. <laughs> Um, Look, I was a bit of a mess yesterday. Yeah. I get that. A lot of people are angry. I just want to go around and apologise to everyone. Yeah. And Very I, sorry. Yes. I'll Obviously. We'll make it better. Yeah. But it's not like she has huge amounts of money. Does she have huge amounts of money anymore, Daenerys? No. I mean, or, uh, I mean, she might, she might, she might get money from ESOS, like her. Yeah, because she stole all that money from Carth, but that would have been spent a long time ago. Like, I don't know where mm. she's being funded from. And King's Landing, like Westeros, has no money. Nobody has any money. <laughs> it's like it's the Iron Bank. The Iron well, Bank has money. Well, that well, who that's wants a, that's to go plot, into? No. Who wants to sign over their soul to the Iron Bank? <laughs> we, we have one episode left. I don't think that plot line is getting yeah. resolved. <laughs> and also, uh, Cersei's dead now, so it no, doesn't it's matter. Just, it's just like it's just like thirty minutes of them waiting for the bank appointment at the Iron Bank. I, I wondered. Like I did Stannis wonder. If, I Devils? did wonder if the Golden Company was going to play into that somehow, where like you know maybe the last second there's oh, like a turn. heel turn yeah, and they. Yeah. they 
turn on uh, I think you're right. They just included the Golden Company yeah, yeah. kind of for tick that box sort of thing. Sure. They really didn't do that much. <laughs> that guy, Harry Strickland, he's like, oh, you've been cast in Game of Thrones. Great. You've got two lines. What? You've got two lines and, and then you, then get, you killed get to by run Ray like Worm. a coward. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie, did you have one? Oh, John had one. Oh, what was the well, wildfire? That, yeah, I wanted to mention that, actually. What was all the wildfire explosions mm. around the city? Now, there were still caches of wildfire mm. all around the city, which I thought was going to play in... Once, once I saw the green explosion start up, I thought that was going to play into it a bit more because I thought, like, wildfire, uh, famously in the show, like, burns really hot and it, you can't put it out. I wondered if that was maybe going to fall on the Unsullied or, or like, maybe John's forces or something. There was going to be, like, a collateral damage sort of thing to that but I think thematically what that's tying to is obviously the Mad King it's Danny's dad who wanted to burn the city oh, down yeah. with wildfire um, yeah, yeah. and she's sort of finishing what he started Construction and building yeah. standards are shoddy in King's Landing. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing. Dragon fire can melt steel beams. Yeah. So, you and know. And they have wooden windows. Exactly. False flag. False flag, False flag. False flag operation. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Westeros. We, we didn't see Danny on that dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have a couple of questions to round off. Was there anything else from the audience? Because I've got. Oh, up the back, Lloyd. Well, just a comment. Yeah, comment. Yeah. That was always That's it. So there you go. So Lloyd makes a really good point that Varys and Tyrion worked together to protect the people. Yes. And with their partnership over and Varys dead, we saw the people affected badly in this episode. And that for him was the signal that things were going to go wrong for the people once their great Absolutely. protector Varys was out yeah, of yeah. the picture. No, I, I totally agree. I think that's a really that's a really mm. astute point actually. And and I'll steal that for the recap. <laughs> yeah, still have the recap. But oh, the uh, but what what I what I really clocked was that uh, just the look on Tyrion's face when it all went south. Yeah, like he just was that look devastated. of that look of horror and devastation, yeah. like that he just he couldn't make it work. He tried to he tried yeah. as hard as he possibly could. He was because remember last episode he was saying I still believe in our queen. I absolutely, still believe. yeah, yeah, and yeah. This and was that, his, she broke his heart. Like yeah. he, she, that was the moment where he was done. He can't. Do you think he'll still be alive at the end of the season? We've got one episode <sighs> left. Will he make it through? God, they can't. Jeez, I don't want him to. Because he's my prediction on Fox Hills Thrones three sixty live three sixty live. Drink. Yeah. Uh, he's the one they asked me to predict at the very start who I thought would be on the Iron Throne, and I was trying to go for someone a bit different. And or, you thought it'd be Tyrion. I, be Tyrion. I, oh, I mean, man, that would suck <laughs> if, if, they, he if died. they killed him. Yeah, I think he's really, got to make it through. Yeah, you would hope. But then, then this, he can join Tormund show, in the north. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, can, he can go up and join Tormund and Ghost. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't put it past the show to kill him. And I just hope if they do, Adam's they do it point. for a very good reason. And they, they do it well. Adam's got a point. I don't know. Uh, just a uh, new question. So you won't have an answer, I know, but it's called an event. But how does Dragonfire knock over bricks and walls? <laughs> how does Dragonfire knock over bricks and walls? But this is... Exactly. <laughs> so we have a 
We have a, uh, a, a we now have an active debate in the active audience. Active debate yeah. in the audience about the physics of Dragonfire. Uh, yeah. Is is does Dragonfire have some sort of extra punching capacity? What I did, what I did actually like we've we've been making jokes, but there are people who are having long, sincere arguments right now <laughs> about like exactly how Dragonfire works yeah, and whether yeah. it could like melt rock and you know it's <laughs> they, they should have made King's Landing out of the rock that Jon Snow hid behind in episode three. He when he was what? hiding from uh, the ice dragon, <laughs> yeah. the zombie dragon in the courtyard of Winterfell. Oh, right. Okay, right. I thought you meant like episode three of the show and I was no. trying to think back to when was Jon Snow hiding behind a rock? We have a hand diligent He certainly liked to here. keep his light under a bushel. <laughs> I mean, I think that was a seedy joke, but I'm not quite sure. Scott! Well, just Oh, God, here we go. It's on. <laughs> Just addressing the dragon fire and the stone thing. Go back to Dungeons and Dragons. Dragon's dragon breath has damage. Walls have material strength. Dragons have... Dragon breath has... There is now a serious D&D conversation happening in the audience. So what, just, to, just to take it full nerd, after the Battle of Winterfell, I did see someone uh, do a Twitter thread explaining how the Battle of Winterfell perfectly lines up with, I think, Warhammer 5th edition or something. Like, everyone, everyone's like powers and abilities perfectly line up with that one game. I don't know. That's I just... love just the deep dives that nerds yeah, can oh, it's take. Great. It's, it's I so wish good. I had some sort of knowledge expertise yeah. on something to compare Game of Thrones to, but the only thing I have any level of knowledge, like collected knowledge on, is Game of Thrones. Yes. So I can't <laughs> really do that. Scott again. And a random comment that I didn't make before. Random you... comment. Yeah. A Cersei and Kyburn, the pinky in the brain of Westeros. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so I'll say yes. I haven't watched enough pinky in the brain. That's the one with the mad, the mad, uh, the, what, the mad mouse. What are we going to do tonight, brain? The same thing we do every night, pinky, try to take over the world. Well, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched that enough. Ben has a question up the back. Okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about. Mm. Ben says, is the something still valid? Is, is the bet still valid? On the Iron Throne, yeah. So is the bet, I, who's going to be on the th Iron Throne, is that a valid question if there's no Iron Throne left? This is what I wanted to end our discussion mm. on this point and another one. Uh, John, um, we didn't see what happened to the throne. We saw the Red no. Keep collapse and the throne room is in there. But we have seen visions that Danny's had in the past of the Red Keep in ruins and the Iron Throne covered in a white substance that we all assumed was snow but could actually but yeah, be, so ash. be ash. Yeah. But does that mean like that's, that's a prophecy or that's a vision? Mm. Could it be that the throne is not there for her to get on? So she sees it but it's no longer – like the prophecy with the Valonqar and Jamie and Cersei kind of came true but not fully true. Like – it's it's there it's there enough. He put his hands around her throat. Sure. The life was squeezed out of them by yeah. falling bricks, but um, you know the prophecies George R. R. Martin has already said are murky. They're not yeah. specific, so maybe it was like, oh, you'll try to get it, but it won't be there for you anymore. Uh, I think 
one option could be that Danny actually, and this feeds into a bigger conspiracy, that Danny was raising the whole city to start something fresh. Maybe she'll create her own throne, and it'll be like ah. the, the the puppy's throne, uh, or the <laughs> or the the pretty flowers throne, and it'll be like nice. And she'll sit on that, or she won't have a throne at all. She'll do she'll a complete have, like, rebrand, a round table, and we'll have a. You know what I mean? Like there'll be a total system change, a total. Because she always sure, said yeah. she was going to break the wheel. She'll hire a PR consultant. You That's know, right. She'll get a social media manager. That's right. Rebrand, yeah. rebrand. Absolutely. Um, so it won't be Westeros anymore. It'll be Fun Time Happy Land. Fun Time Happy Land. <laughs> so, <no. laughs> um, so, uh, so I thought that was a really interesting point that Ben makes, which ties into something I've been thinking about is, is the Iron Throne still there? Is it... Or is it something that she will toss away now that she's in charge? Will she say, you guys sort this out for yourself. I'm off. Sorry for killing you all. Oh, now you think you have she'll leave? To... No, I don't no, think I she'll d- leave. I mean, will she, le- will she set up a new form of government? Will she bring people up to have a, a council, like a more democratic council? No, she's an evil dragon queen and she's going to want <laughs> everyone to... I mean, like, I'm... I'm I mean, she's you say going that's to want, Stu, but... She's going to want everyone to bend the knee. She is Maybe 1, she wants them percent. to bend the knee so they can sit down in a house of representatives. <laughs> Look, I, we can hope. We can hope. We, like I said, I really hope she comes in, you know, next episode. It's like, geez, I'm so sorry, guys. Let's set up a representative democracy. <laughs> uh, but My final I, question, yeah. because we always, I always, you know, I started with him. I want to end with him. Badly want to end with him. Um, but... Um, <laughs> I don't even know how that was seedy, but it was. Uh, Jon Snow. And Jon Snow in this battle, he had a couple of moments of looking at Danny, like when uh, when she killed Varys. There's a moment of him looking at her going, you're, you're a bit nuts, aren't you? <laughs> okay, okay. No, I can deal with this. I can deal with this. And then at the battle when they're waiting to go on and he's just looking really world-weary and Tyrion's mm. like, when they ring the bells, stop the fight. Yep. Stop the fight, stop the fight. And then when they're going through the city, like obviously the dragon comes in and they're like, well, we have to go in now. And they're walking through the city and he's just killing people like in a dreamscape sort of thing. Yeah. And particularly then when the battle, when the, the fight on the streets, which can I also say, call back to Jamie and um, Ned having a fight in the streets of King's Landing in season one yeah. where Jamie like cripples Ned. Absolutely. And there was this Starks Lannisters lineup and it happened again. Uh, and when Grey Worm, you know, tosses the arrow or tosses the spear and they go at it and John's like, no, stop. And then he kind of goes into this shell-shocked mode of, and it was an he artistic can't believe what's theme. happening. He can't yeah. believe what's happening. But he's like, oh my God, everything screwed up. So the question is, is John going to kill Danny next week? Uh, very firm yep from Ben. Anybody, anybody think John is going to kill Danny next week? We've got, got a couple of very firm hands. We've got a few I, Somebody Somebody will I kill think Danny. Danny's Stannis, <laughs> Stannis, Stannis. comes back. Stannis comes back and, and takes his rightful place. Stannis, Renly, Catelyn Stark. Lady Stoneheart comes back, yes. Ned Stark. <laughs> no, I think um, as it was made very, very clear at the end of this episode, there's now one bit name written in very big letters on Arya's list. And it's Daenerys Targaryen. So you think that that's why that she'll try and kill Danny now? I think she'll try and kill Danny. Whether she'll succeed, I don't know. But I think it's got to be John. Does it have to be John? I think that if you had Arya kill the Night King, we thought we thought it had to be John killing the Night King, and then yeah, it turned it, out to be Arya. And it turned out to be Arya. But I think that having her having those two big kills is a bit selfish. <laughs> she. She's hogging the XP, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think, and I think it's more poetic for John to kill because that's the Azor High, you know, 
he's got a stabber. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe. Like literally stabber, like like literally stabber with a sword, and like not literally, not like literally stabber with a sword, like figuratively, but like literally, like literally, 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 literally yeah, stabber yeah, yeah. with a sword. Mm. That's not his penis. Maybe. I mean. <laughs> There's what well, look. I, I mean, and then he can come and literally stab me with the sword. two big. The two big. <laughs> by which I mean his penis. <laughs> the, 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 is the that two... creepy? Am I? I just. <laughs> See, Ben over here is my fencing instructor, and that, now he's going to be like, "Oh, you don't deserve to learn the, <laughs> the sacred art of foil." I'll be like, "No, no, really, I talk about penises in my spare time." There's two. There's I'm a mature fighter. <laughs> Can I come up to the Abbey tournament and just hang out with all you guys? <laughs> I'm not creepy, I swear. <laughs> this went weirdly off the rails. Yeah. And now I don't want to make eye contact with Ben. <laughs> Awkward. Um, no, oh, I, he wasn't making eye contact with me. I looked at him and he wasn't making eye contact. That's cool. That's cool. It's fine. We're fine. Shut up. I'll edit this out. Never existed. Never happened. <laughs> I probably won't edit it out. I don't no, I, I wasn't expecting you to edit I've got to get out, my no. recap up first and then I'll work out editing. Yes, I do. I do think there's, there's two characters who are natural, um, natural candidates to kill Danny, if that happens, which is John and Arya, which makes me wonder if either of them will kill her. It might, might be Tyrion. Tyrion, might be Tyrion or could Sansa come in as a dark horse? No, uh, maybe. I don't. I don't think so. But what is Sansa going to do next episode? Like, what's she going to do? Because there's and a lot of betting on her potentially is being Bron on the Is Bron still in the wind? Like, what's happening with him? Well, I mean, doesn't I shower that much. We so might have seen the last of him. Maybe I don't know. That's well. He said he's going to come back for Highgarden, and he's got. He only needs one Lannister to be alive, and that's Danny. That's true. Uh, Tyrion. That's sorry. Tyrion. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, no, Ben has his hand up. He's oh, probably going to castigate up? me for <laughs> referring to... Skip over that? Yeah. Skip over the awkwardness. <laughs> Let's skip over the awkwardness where I was kind of stalking good-looking fences in their tights. Danny's what? Oh, the first dragon to Winterfell. Danny is climbing get on aboard. The first dragon to Winterfell. And yeah. going to go roast Sansa. Yeah. Oh, and, and try and try to make a play for Winterfell. Yeah. And make and sub, uh, subjugate the North. Yeah. That's actually a really interesting idea that I hadn't thought of. Well, and I mean, that's the thing because the the Starks was that they were the last to kneel and they knelt. They didn't. Um, that was a big decision that they had to make for Aegon the Conqueror. Absolutely, yeah. That they would, knelt that would rather than because he went through and destroyed all of the. You know, Storm's End. He he destroyed. If you if you fought against the Targaryens when they first came in three hundred years ago, yeah, he um, he burned he everyone, burnt you. and then everyone so who was left Torrin surrendered. So Stark had to kneel. He was the yep. king who knelt to save the North. Absolutely. Will Sansa make that same choice? It's like you want the North That's to be independent, you can be alive or independent. Have your choice. Yeah, have your choice. Make your That's choice. That's actually fascinating, and I really hope something like that happens. That's gonna be that's that's awesome. I love that idea. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> that's fantastic. One. But they've got what eighty minutes to kind of wrap all this stuff up. Yeah, yeah. Again, should have been a lot more episodes. In the season. <laughs> There's six, and that's what we've got. So we've got maybe one they'll more leave episode. us on a cliffhanger, and we just will never know. Oh, jeez. They do a they do a Sopranos style fade to black. Yeah, at the fade very to end. black. Oh man. It's just John and Danny in a room, fade to black. It's like no, what happened? <laughs> 
And then, and then, and then, don't stop believing plays for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Not the small yeah. town. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, I think are we done? Are I we think done? we might be done. That's, oh god, we have thoroughly. Uh, it's been a long one. It has. Thank you for bearing with us, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for sticking with us, guys. We have one show left. It's next week it at is. seven. Yes. Come back if you're so inclined. <laughs> <laughs> if we haven't alienated you, specifically me. If I haven't alienated you. Uh, oh, we forgot our fight. You suck, yeah, Stu. Yeah, You're you the worst. Two, I guess. I'm never podcasting with you again until yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I will also not podcast and with you. And one of us is going to kill the other next week. Yeah, I guess. It's going to be a fulfillment <laughs> of a prophecy. It's like Voldemort and Harry. Only one can live. Sure. Yep. Okay. Feud done. Okay. Good feud. Yep. Good feuding. Yeah, yeah, shake well on done. it. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah excellent. excellent. Convincing... Dramatic, mm, rich, rich, uh, slightly flamey. Mm. Mm. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I love you so much for coming out. Thank you, our audience tonight. Yes, Give yourselves a big, big round of applause. And please, if you are listening and you're in Brisbane and you want to come down, you've got one chance less to come down and join the crowd, join the fun. And um, <laughs> I'm working on a little surprise for next week. When I say that, I kind of don't really know what it is. But I'm going to try and have something fun for next week Okay. for the audience. That'll be cool. So, um, music. yes, I'll bring the tin whistle, but I'll try and have something actually good um, or fun or surprising. So, bear with me while I try and organise that amongst mm. everything else that I'm doing. And I guess we'll end by saying, as we always do, Vala Morghulis, kind of really this episode, like... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So Everyone Vala, must die. Uh, Vala Morghulis and... And Dracaris again? <laughs> <laughs> Vala Morghulis. Dracaris again. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs>